0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, it's Cultish Conversations That's right, the podcast committed to black culture You are listening to Cultish Yo, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell somebody about this awesome podcast That is dedicated to the black culture This episode features black love We are still celebrating Black History Month And we are celebrating today's episode by bringing you conversations centered around black love That's right, black love Cultish Conversations, we're here Let's tap it.
1: What's up, people? What's up, social media world? What's going on with y'all? What's going on? What's going on? It is your favorite year for culture conversation. It's a Monday night, Black History Month, all that great stuff, and we are here with y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, hey,
2: hey! What's happening? What's happening?
3: happening? I'm ready to dig in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go on, y'all. Drop it in the comments. Tell us that you're here. Tell us you're watching. Go on and share this video. We know y'all know what to do. Our lovely folk who are always tuning in with us, we're so grateful for our audience. And those of you that are here for the first time, we are welcoming you to Cultist Conversations, a podcast committed to the black culture. And that's what we are here for. Per. That's what we're here for. Um that's awesome so we are here tonight our episode is talking about as you can see right in this little corner black love that's what we're talking about tonight Ooh, baby it is it's almost love day y'all you know i don't call it valentine's uh i just no, it's
4: love day
1: it's love day it's almost love day so yup it's almost love day and yeah so we decided to make this episode about us black love we black decided love. to make an episode about us all about black love so we're going to be digging into a lot of things tonight, uh, talking to a uh, few of us. And then we're going to, uh, we got one more guest popping in. Uh, Dave Martin is going to pop in too in a little bit.
4: Oh, Dave,
1: yeah. Yeah, our other guest co host who always mm-hmm. pops in, as we call him, Ana Navarro, who's now a regular on the view on Mondays, which is like crazy to me, but mm-hmm. I love it. So, uh, yeah, we got a, We got I'm excited. We got a lot for y'all tonight. So, uh, drop something in the comments. Let us know you're watching. Uh, again, share this video with your friends, with your family, uh, with your people. Tell them culture, she's on the air. And boom, here we are. So, um, yeah, Danny, we, we missed you last week. Uh, we had told the people what you told us to tell them. But we glad to see you, we glad to see you in the place. Looking good. Looking great.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I was looking. I was like, I- my little picture, and I see I see, um, Sean Holmes, and then came on. And I was trying to wait for my braces to come off so that I can give me a new kind of like headshot and stuff. But nobody with these braces because all of it is snatched together. Yes, but it yeah, is. I don't know. I got some boogers from one of these probably critters at my job. Um, mm. And I just, I was out like, and when I responded to you all, I had took like five doses of NyQuil and I was asleep. I didn't even, I was going to tune in. I I woke up, it was three o'clock in the morning. Oh, so yeah. I'm so glad I feel better, but oh my gosh, y'all. I'm Take be care better. of yourself because that yes. cold ain't no punk. I thought I had influenza A, B, and C all at the same time. I had none of the above. I just had a cold. <laughs> yep. A
2: <laughs> no. Danny, that's how I was uh, the third week in January. I mean, down mm-hmm. for the count. That man mm-hmm. looked me in my face and said, you have tested negative for everything, friend. You don't have any of this. Um, I advise you to drink some fluids, water, orange juice, and get some yeah. rest. I'm that's like, sir, I'm in my deathbed. I have changed my will twice. Are you sure? Not twice. 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 Did I thought I about it. taking care of me. I'm over here dying, and my family was not taking care of me, so I have changed my will twice.
3: And Jeez. if you take too much emergency, that vitamin, that vitamin C, when it starts moving your tummy, oh, mm. oh that was unpleasant. That was unpleasant. I couldn't audition nobody last week to try to even take uh-huh. care of me with being sick because I'm being here with me. So it just had to be me and Bentley. I think he got sick too. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you I'm kind of to be with y'all. Yes, especially mm-hmm. around Love Day because I love you all and I need to be with yes. you. Yes. Yes,
1: we love it.
2: Listen, I told the people, I said, Y'all ain't seen Danny in a while, honey. Y'all ain't even
4: ready. Man, <laughs> ain't ready.
3: I think next week I'm gonna have to come on with some glitter or something. Excuse me, I just came from work I and mean, we had a day, but I've been serious about That's one thing that I've not playing about. And so being kind of down with the with, I I was like, no, I take so good care of myself. And I actually went to Cancun the week before because I needed a mental break. And I think I'm just coming you, back
1: from you there on your body you, you, baby in Cancun. I ain't gonna hold you.
3: Oh, you got some me Cancun?
1: You in <laughs> Cancun.
3: Oh let me tell you You're now, cancun. I want to go back, but I gotta bring some t videos from somebody to get a little girl. Like the old young man. Um
1: Jesus. Jesus.
2: No, I've been enjoying the travels, period, honey. You've been you been round here. You've been visiting places, giving them that body, and I'm just, I'm pleased with it. You know, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I live to see my friends live.
3: Anything, I'm since, I think in May was 10 years of stroke. And I mm. said, you know what? I am never taking life for granted. I'm going to live now. I'm going to love now. I'm going to wear, listen, y'all may catch me in a beanie on Sunday and a bikini on Sunday mm-hmm. night. I ain't even going to be here Monday. I'm going to live. But you say live. So, yes, but thank you. Best All of our lives, I do well. Uh, but I you love- know, my... place <laughs> to... Arizona. Uh, uh, my boo. Like that's- this- the Last time I... We all have to come and do a surprise pop-up show. That, because mm-hmm.
2: that... Uh, that's uh, Sun Valley. Mm-hmm. It's all right with me. We me
3: said, what's that well what's too? I'm, I'm just so in just just love uh, it.
2: Cesarac. Right.
3: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Did I go to Cesarat? No. No, okay. No you, no, you went to you went to the Womack and you went to Shars. Yes.
2: So
3: now Shars is with the live band, yes. Yeah,
1: Shars is with the live band. Ooh,
3: Danny, yeah. a time. Because uh, oh, t- I think I need what's in your drink. Because everybody is toasted. Mine is lacking. Well, we're going to, come on, how are we going to dig into that? Because I, I wasn't We're going to get into it. Before we do that, I'm going I'm to bring on our,
1: our other co host Oh, come on, come on. Who are you? None other than the Mr. Dave Martin. We are so glad hey. to have Dave back with us. Hey.
5: Hey. I just walked in the house, you I ain't had time yes. to get nothing but a bottle of water, but I was here. I love it. I love it. So we're, glad to
1: see we're, you. we're glad you're here.
5: We're yes, to Thank
1: you. You. good to be seen. Yes. Yeah. Good to be saying our view. that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I well, love if you
3: want to view me, view me with some new Tickle biddies. That's what I'm going to keep on. <laughs> Anybody want to let me know?
1: I was going to say, start you a campaign. I would just I, you'd listen. Hit the GoFundMe.
5: People oh, will yeah, support. Like, people will support.
2: Huh. Yes. People are paying to
1: view the these days. I've been telling folks
2: for years if they were transferable, I'd have been gay these suckers away. Please, please. <laughs> Just to... get <sighs> the back pain, the Stop. shirts. That, like y'all can have them. Y'all can have them. But all this it.
3: right here is developed. I'm telling you, I'm like a strong 17-year-old young man right here. I got pectorals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, come on, pectorals. I'll
3: be, I'll be pumping up. I was like, what did they go? <laughs> it's, the, it's the
2: push-ups, girl. It's the push-ups.
1: Lord. Lord screaming. Danny, you
2: yes. looked so good
5: yesterday. David, Dominion shop? Did you buy Ooh. one of those space? I loved it. I hate I didn't get a chance to come up to you and speak, but I I saw you from afar. I said, go ahead, Danny. Hey, go ahead, you go don't... ahead. Always. You tell
3: me. Thank y'all. Huh? <laughs> I love it. I love it the epitome of fashion I mean goes oh, oh, up and shows out shut it down everywhere and turn it goes. back on you hear what I'm everywhere saying everywhere
1: he
2: goes Yes, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> y'all know when he had that uh, the animal party for his birthday and I called an invitation, honey. I shouted.
3: Okay. What you talking
2: about? Oh is god. Dave, enough to come to his party. Let me find an outfit. <laughs> you are I found me, me a good onesie,
3: course, baby. Let me, invited. me put this onesie on. That's <laughs> it.
2: Mean, <laughs> I was out in the closet trying to figure out what animal I was gonna be. Woo! A time, a time. No, you are very passionate for a day, my do. I, enjoy I appreciate
5: it. that. I, I may be doing together. something this year. I'll keep you posted.
1: Please, please do. Please do. Please. Please. please do. Well, y'all, let's get into this episode. It's a lot to unpack, it's a lot happening, and I'm excited about it. Um, this is uh, yeah, first of all, I, I love love day. I love, I love love in general. I just, I, I don't know, is it. Because I'm older and whatnot. I don't know. I just love love. I just do. Um, I I wouldn't consider myself a hopeless romantic. But um, I just love love. And I love love not just for me, but I love love for other people. Like, I'd be excited. I'd be like, oh, I'm rooting for them. Mm -hmm. I am rooting for them. And then they break up and I'd be like, I was rooting for Mm -hmm. (sighs) y'all. But I I get it. I get it. So I'd be like, hmm. Okay. But it is it's, you know, it it is what it is. And we gonna we're gonna unpack a lot of that tonight. And I'm excited that we're gonna unpack a lot of that tonight. Um, so let's jump into it. Um, it's me trying to find my notes. <laughs> All right, so first things first, um, who are some of y'all black Hollywood couples and, and who y'all admire? I, I have pulled. I, I I got some stuff. I have pulled our uh social media audience, our following. And if you're not following us on social media, go follow us now, y'all. Go go find yes. us and follow us. I promise, we we a good time. Uh, yeah. You can follow us at on any social media at the uh, ha, uh <laughs> at the uh at below Cultish Combo. We are on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and uh, yeah, that's about it. But yeah, that's where we at. Pull up on this, uh, but I had polled our uh, social media audience earlier and uh, and through the weekend, and I was just asking who are some of y'all favorite couples, and 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 a few of them were giving me reasons why, and a few of them were just saying something. So I want to hear from y'all. Like I, I didn't I didn't post mine, so I want to hear from y'all who are some of y'all black couples, and those of you watching that didn't get a chance to participate in the poll, please drop it in the comments. Who who's your favorite black couple? We 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 would love to know. Uh, we're talking about black power couples. Uh, and they I don't they, they don't even have to be power couples. They could be people that you locally know, um, that just admire that you that you admire that you that you follow and you like yo. I aspire to be like them. They are they they've been holding it down. It yeah, it's them. Egypt, who, who's your couple?
2: If I'm going entertainment, Courtney B Vance and Angela Bassett, they do it for me. Oh, my God. They are so very, they seem so very genuine in their, their communication as human beings, yeah. even outside of the whole, we're in a relationship, we love each other. I just like the way they engage and talk to one another. I really, really enjoy the way he looks at her when she speaks. Okay. One, I can tell he's listening. Two, he is so enamored by her. And it's like, that's so cute. That's so cute. Yeah. Your wife still do that to you after all these years. Yeah. And that's our auntie, and it's like that's your wife though. Yeah. I
5: get right. You know? right. It yeah, appears that her. they are still in love. And I I love that. <laughs> I, do.
2: I do. I always feel like they are still very much so in love. And I like the relationship they also have with their kids. So, I, I enjoy them very much. Um in my real life, shout out to Morgan Park. We had <laughs> when I was a student there, not as a teacher. When I was a student there, we had um, a social science and I never actually had Mrs. A, so I'm not sure what she taught, but Mr. Arrington taught economics and over there in the social science department. And they were like the epitome of straight Black love. I mean, Mr. A used to just randomly walk into her class while the middle of her teaching and kiss her square on the mouth and just be like, all right, y'all, thank y'all so much. That's my Black thing. I love that thing right there. And I remember sitting down and talking with him maybe my sophomore or junior year, and he told me they had been together since they were 13. Mm.
4: Wow.
2: They are birth currently retired teachers at home loving each other. And, and taking care of grandbabies and loving on their kids. And every now and again, we see Mr. A, Mr. Arrington up at the school. he still do a little subbing every now and again. But when I see him, and you know, he always gives you a big hug and love on you. He remembers everybody. And I say, how that sweet thing of yours doing just as fine yeah, as the baby. day y'all met her. oh <laughs> I just, I, I love, love it. Like, and if you ask any Mustang between probably 95 to 2005, they'll tell you, yeah, yeah, everybody knew that. Mr. A and Mrs. A love one another. Oh God, they in love, love. Like, as a 14-year-old, you look creeped out like, oh, wait a minute. But then <laughs> as we got older, it was like, no, he just love her. He want to kiss on her throughout the day. And yeah, she walked past yeah. this room and he got a whistle at her. Woo, are <laughs> you going sexy? We'd be like, who is he? Oh, that's just Miss A walking down the hall. <laughs> That. So that's my reality couple. Uh, politically, I don't like none of them people. <laughs> Not even, I don't, Obama's?
5: even I don't even believe
2: them no more. Um, yeah, no, okay. All right. Yes, I like the Obamas. They don't stay on my mind though.
4: Okay.
5: You better pour.
0: You I'm better poor, pour a mighty poor, baby. You know,
5: all
3: I had, I had, because I was really thinking about this black love, So I had a little Malibu, and I got a Boscato. So I just got a Scott, a, a buscato Yeah, know. Yes, I
4: That little red, that little just,
2: red coloring in mine is
3: also Merlot. I see you, friend. Okay. I see you.
5: <laughs> I love
3: it. I was really like, maybe I need to think about my black cup because I was gonna say Mickey and Minnie Mouse, <laughs> but they got to be somebody else. Got to be. They black.
1: be. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Mickey and Minnie been at it a long time.
3: They've been at it. Been at it. <laughs> a long time. I'm
2: more partial to Kermit and Miss Piggy.
1: You
2: well, you know, they broke up. I know, but they yes. so
1: toxic
3: that they belong together.
1: Mm-hmm. They broke up. Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. broke up. And they got back They're together. Coming they, back. they have worked but you, out.
3: I did think, you know who I do like? And I had to Google um, Boris Cujo and was it Tiffany? Uh,
1: Harry uh, Parker. Yeah, Nicole. Uh, Harry, Nicole Ari Parker. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, they didn't they didn't you know, they they under the radar enough to just be really good doing what they need to do. I was like, I like them because they just they just right here with this. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like what's her name? Angel, the Angel. And that's the one oh, like, yes. Margarita and I the I Yes, her. And, I like um, her and her husband. I um, love their, them. their their comedy. I like Tabitha Brown and and change I think that they are I really do like that couple. And then that's another um what's this one couple? I don't know their names, but they have the cutest little videos and um they are older couple and he does stuff for her. She does stuff, they are so cute. Miss um, Pam. Yes Yeah.
2: Yes. Pam. yes. Yes, oh no, I'm not familiar with Miss Pam. I love Wait, her.
5: did you see the conference that her and her husband just did? And they asked her, no. Oh, I still see that clip. How you keep your man for you your marriage after 40
3: years. Ooh, the I mic like was them. still on.
6: And she yeah. said
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> you ain't look, wrong. Go ahead, man. Yeah, she
2: tried to whisper it in her ear, but the mic picked up all that. The whole audience was like, Ooh. She
5: said, suck the dick. <laughs> 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 that's go what she said, now. y'all. That's go what she said, now. y'all. I said, go ahead.
2: Listen, and I the husband me. was sitting there just as happy as a lark, grinning from ear to ear. I said,
3: listen, and she might, might have just what you
5: call a power couple. <laughs> it
3: is so organic, it. and it just looks so healthy. I was like, y'all, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Yes,
5: absolutely, um, Dave. So you
3: know, this is a, a
5: problematic. Uh, discussion for me. Well, I don't want to say <laughs> problematic, but it's, it's a rough discussion for me. When I was first thinking about uh, the question, I immediately thought about BB and CC Winans. But...
4: Hey,
2: <laughs> no friend, no friend. That's not how that works, friend. They're not a couple. Ah!
5: <laughs> but you know what, friend? When I saw your your post, addicted oh, you love. <laughs> When I saw your post, I all your day, see it. I was thinking to myself. I said, "Okay, you know, I'm I'm in this season where I'm I'm reconciling my sexuality and my faith, and in light of being inclusive, I'm like Fred. Don't have no same gender loving couples on
1: here. I'm oh, gonna tell you why. We're gonna get some baby. Oh, I was going to say,
2: to- I, I believe that's down here on on this it, list. I feel like I the, see
1: that. Oh, you didn't see the let program?
5: Check your Facebook; it's there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, so what I will say is, I am a fan of Fantasia and her husband. I think yes. that they are just a beautiful couple. Um, from you know what I can see externally, I, I don't know much of, of them. I just really just started seeing the two of them together, but they just look good together. You know, they both just just beautiful human beings. They look well together. But I have to give a shout out to my same gender loving couples, and so the first one is uh, Bishop O. C. Allen and his husband, First G, uh, Rashad, in Atlanta, who's originally from Chicago. And uh, a friend of mine, a new new friend of mine, uh, you know, Fred has this thing, no new friends, but, he is a new friend of mine, and um, that is uh, Reverend Jody Allison and his husband, Robert, that uh, they just recently lo- relocated to Indianapolis and bought a new home, and hopefully in the days to come, they will uh, be starting their surrogacy, and I'm just excited for them. They are doing the doggone thing, and, and they're, they're making me proud. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that,
1: and and we're going to get to it later on as to why. Uh, Dave,
2: I love me some uh Niecy
3: Nash. Oh yeah. Now yeah, that's that is I was yeah, I would say them. Right. Yep, okay. Yep. I do I get Niecy you know, promote that. When I say they love on each other hard. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I love they love. Yes, you are absolutely right. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's get mm-hmm. it's giving um not so much sugar Mm-mm. Mm-mm. inside Mm-mm. of the uh brat and 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 what's her name. Okay, no, I, like they, I like they love too, but all Judy. them youthfuls be stressing me out. El- you be stressed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. It, it's, I do, I do I like love, that too.
2: love, but it stressed yeah. me a little bit. So I feel like Nisi Nash, they got that same kind of thing
3: going on, but it's just It's not so sugary.
4: Mm, you, yeah. know?
3: you know, one thing I do like about Brett and Judy, Judy don't play about Brett. Don't play about her Judy don't play about Brett now. That's don't one thing I do her. like. She don't play I about did. her. And as hard as you know, as teary as Brett have um, with her, she... Now, they, those both are good. Yeah, Nisi Ness. I follow Nisi, And I just That's love it. the way they love each other. They yes. promote each other. And then just her story of love and acceptance. And I just think it's really beautiful. And I love everything she shares. She was my gold body weight. That's how I started following her. Yes. And then I started you know really looking into their love and how they got each other it is a beautiful story it is a very beautiful story
1: i love that um so my uh my favorite no oh, <laughs> oh, lord, oh, lord
5: oh, oh, here we go
1: <laughs> somebody find me a cowboy hat uh oh,
5: here we hold on
1: right no, nah. uh, my my favorite my favorite couple uh, would definitely my my so I have three I'm, I'm gonna give you my three so my my top favorite couple is of course Jay Z and Beyonce um, <laughs> I think that their love is very they they show what they want to show and I mm-hmm. love that they are very private about that and they show what they want to show it feels like to me that they make their own rules of course this is just speculation because we don't really know about these people. Right. Uh, but I I do love them in general. Um, my next group is um, would definitely be the Obamas. I mm-hmm. love the Obamas, and then my third group is the is one, one that uh, Egypt opened with is Courtney B Vance and Angela Bassett. I do I believe that I will find a love like that that is working in the arts and we working together. But also not not just them too. Also uh, Viola Davis and her husband Julius. Yeah, another one. Oh, that yes,
2: and and, and Samuel you know? Jackson and his wife, Yes,
1: Samuel, yes, Tony, David
4: and, like and,
2: and Oprah, in the and the bylaws. It's, by- <laughs> it's in the bylaws. <laughs> it's
1: in the bylaws. Mm. So those are those are definitely. I mean, these, everybody is yes. And Dave, you are segueing mm-hmm. your your number. And I purposely did the artwork this week. For that reason, because I wanted to spark conversation, and you are segueing us into our first topic of the evening, which is interracial relationships in Hollywood, <laughs> in Ooh. Black Hollywood in particular. And the question don't is, forget is Denzel and Pauletta. I'm Denzel with you, yes, you're right? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, with
2: you, and I'm with you, girl.
1: Yep, yep. Um, so, a, a huge question raises an eyebrow. of why in black entertainment black hollywood why specifically you don't really see a lot of couples you do not see a lot of black and black black and black couples you see black and white you see white and black um you see asian you see all of this and that you do not see there are not of us. there are not a lot of us especially when it comes to same gender loving you do not see a lot of, I, I, honestly, I really don't think there are any men. I, don't hold me to that, but I'm almost 100% certain on that, um, that you do not see any men. Um, those that we look at that are very out and proud, Billy Porter, Coleman Domingo, they all have lovers that are Euro or Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Um their, their, their partners are, <laughs> and so it raises an eyebrow to say for someone who is aspiring to be in the arts and entertainment industry, it makes you raise an eyebrow and go, hmm, well, why is there no black couple that I could look up to in this industry that same gender loving? And then when you get in, and even when you get into a lot of the this these newer age um, actors, last week we were talking about Jonathan Majors and whatnot, and now he's with Megan Good, which I think is great. But um, literally, I think that it's. Uh, you look at Lakeith Stanfield. You look at uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors was dating a white woman at first. Um, Jay Ellis, um, even Issa Rae. Lakeith Stanfield's
2: wife was black.
1: No, Lakeith neither. No, Lakeith. Yeah, yeah, no, not Lakeith. No, no, she's she she, she ain't black. She's beautiful. She's she beautiful. Knew- She's beautiful, She's, but then, she but then, like, like tan in the picture. Even when you go into music, um, even when you go into music, you look at, um, you look at uh, uh, shoots. <laughs> I'm sorry, just also train of thought. When you go into the music industry, you look at John Legend. His wife is not 100 percent black.
3: Chrissy <laughs> Tegan
1: gotta, gotta be. She gotta be. She got something in it. Something. It's in there. It, it's in, um, it's in it. It. We, we we gonna, we gonna send an uh, ancestry DNA over there. Okay, right. <laughs> we we
3: get back. Well, you know, right? they said uh, with Sierra and Russell, Russell's the first black man that left a white woman to be with a black woman. They, they said true. that was. They said that was a Black History fact. <laughs> I said, it's, what? It's is sad going on here, they,
1: and it's sad. It, it is. It is definitely sad that um, we don't have that, and it's not just uh, uh, with same gender loving, but it's, it's really across the board. There are very far few in between. Um, you look at the white couples and you say you got uh, uh, Ben Affleck and, and Jennifer Lopez. You, it's like you could you can name them off of the top of your head of like, OK, boom. That
3: commercial for Duncan was out. No, it, it was, was great.
1: It that was good. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it was good. Go <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it, it raises our an eyebrow and it causes questions to go. And it, it, it brings about this fact of what Dave just said. Why are why do we why why don't we have that? And and the ones that we named are the three the brat, <laughs> Nash. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot uh, Letha Way. She she's well, she was married, but now she's not. What about RuPaul,
5: white man?
3: Oh, okay, really? I've never, mm-hmm. I didn't know yes. he
5: was married. Yep, he was me.
3: Oh, yeah. Somebody in the comments yeah.
5: said
2: they same uh, gendered uh, loving couple it used to be Rashonda and Lashonda. I the hate Roy. Roy my
4: yeah. What about what about we Charles and Who what
3: about Charles and
1: ready? Oh
3: yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think
1: Charles and Netta together.
3: together.
1: I don't think Charles and is, is 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 together. I because I, okay. it was a video I had saw. 'Cause I done fell down a rabbit hole of Miss uh, of, of Ms. Netto. get Miss Netta. And it was a video that they was at the church's uh Halloween, Hallelujah night, and, and uh Charles had told Netta, he said, he said, he called him by his real name. And I felt bad for Netta. And Netta was like, Don't play with me, Charles, don't play with me.
5: Oh. And he was
1: like, Charles was like, Don't do this at church. Don't do this I at church. Know. Yeah, I oh felt bad. God. I was, I was real, and I, I, I do feel like Charles and Netta. Well, Annetta if it was
5: ho- if it was the Hallelujah night, that's old friend. You know, we, we, you know, we didn't have the holidays. They may have reconciled by now. I thought they had a whole well, marriage. Never table. been. I'm, I don't know though. I
1: mean, so I mean, I will say this though. I think Charles and Netta have replaced Rashonda and Lashonda. R- yeah. Rashonda's still doing her thing, but Lashonda, you know, they ain't together no more. But yeah, but Charles, Charles and Netta, I think they have taken over that spot with with the social media peoples. So, mm-hmm. anywho, but it raises a question to me as to why is this thing so, um, like, what's, what are some dynamics and implications of interracial relationships in the black community? And why do we feel that, um, <laughs> Kayla said, Netta did not stop making them plates. You're so, yeah. <laughs> <She's laughs> so, so
5: Yo, um, <laughs> is ready.
1: Baby, you your, time. Lunch. It's time. your lunch, your lunch is ready, man. Your lunch, your lunch, lunch
5: is ready, baby. Your lunch is ready. I cannot
1: listen, baby. I wish somebody would make me a hot pocket. Something. None of that. I don't
3: want nothing, none of that. It, it
1: don't be looking right. I ain't gonna hold you. It don't be looking right, but none of that. <laughs> so, the, so um, unpacking this question: Why do we feel? Um, what are what are some dynamics and implications of interracial? Relationships in the black community. Why do we like? Why do we frown upon interracial relationships, y'all? Yeah. I, well, not, not wait, as wait, wait. Fred,
5: Ask your question again. Are you serious? Is that no, really your I, question?
1: Yeah, that's my question.
5: It's Black History Month, and you're asking why do we frown on interracial relationships? Hey,
3: the viewers want to know. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know if I frown because right now I am. What they say? I'm done with your colors. Um, but I I don't know if people just is is it who you like? What are some experiences? So I I, I it's hard to say that you can't tell people who you love. But who are they around? So if we look in the industry, who are you more likely to be around? You know why do we feel like we cannot be comfortable within our own setting with our own people? What is it that they have done so much so that we want to retreat? So yeah. that's the first question I need to ask, because mm-hmm. there's, there's good people everywhere. It's just how and who you center yourself around. Those same characteristics that you may find in another person, another race, you have them there, but it's who you center yourself around. So I just really want to internalize this. Why do we feel like we have to remove ourselves once we reach to a certain stature or status? Yeah. So I do wonder about that. And then if not, like for example... I went to high school with Kanye West. His same choice of women was the same choice of women he had back then. So there is no difference. So I was like, well, this man has always chosen that way, you know? So, you know, so that's just, again, it goes with who you are comfortably being around. And why do we feel like we're slighted when people make a choice, when that's what they're comfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. So too. that's what I wonder. I, that's, that's what makes me really wonder about that.
2: Definitely. Um, our girl, Nat, was in here a little earlier and she said uh, it almost feels like having a white partner being more prominent in Hollywood gives the equivalent of I have a black friend. I can't be racist or a similar type of vibe.
0: Oh, okay. right? that's, that's, so, that's, that's, and
2: that. yeah, I can I can kind of see where she's going with that, like,
4: yeah,
2: feeling like. If you've made certain success as being a black person in Hollywood That having a partner Who's also black Maybe won't lead you into those connections But I'm also with the mindset of Danny Community is important You like what you like and you are what you are around And so that's what you're going to attract Me personally I don't care who none of these people sleep with
3: But it, I mean that's like the first, the first thing Even Kanye with the song You know as soon as you get on They leave your ass for a white girl you know why is that even relevant? You know, and it's and why do we feel so shunned as a black woman or as a black person that oh you could have found somebody black could you have could you would you why would you want to you know some of just, the that people
2: have to put up in Hollywood some black girls ain't built for that. Let's just get on. I
3: have. I know white women. It was like, please do not judge all of us because we're not putting up with it either. So I just, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just so sticky and icky, and it does feel like a slight because, like, man. This man appears to be the top part of the crop. You know, I know I am myself of doing my own suffering. I ref- I have those same characteristics. Why wasn't yeah. I? But be- why was i not in the position to be chosen in the same manner or fashion as this person? Because they had it on there with what's the guy that Taylor Swift is with now? And so they just had it right. and He had uh, a beautiful black woman, and then they just he left all of that to go to Taylor. Well, what did Taylor do? You know, Listen so, and they're black yeah, no oh girlfriend. So um, he that mm-hmm. girlfriend first, and he then- did, and
2: that breakup was amicable. Yeah, and happened before he's met Taylor and got the talking with her. So the yeah. people actually bullying this young girl, the black girl. They are. T- yeah, they like she had to shut down her comments and close her, her DMs. DMs. Oh they, they out here bullying. Yes, like she like I, I wish let them Taylor not- steal your man what she like girl anybody stole nothing i wish them wealth and happiness and success like she they done been broke up so long she done been with somebody else had a
3: baby with them and broke up with them listen what are we talking about and then they zooming in he grabbed and just i bet you don't got that booty hole like he got there with that girl with taylor i said oh Oh my
2: god God.
3: yeah baby girl had to shut all the little social
1: medias down because folks is in the dms talking crazy to her. yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot. So, okay, with, with that, so how do we do? We feel like society expectations influence the choices that are made in Hollywood and entertainment when it comes to relationships?
3: I think our society in a certain aspect influences all of our ways of being. You know, it's hard to go against the grain because you have to deal with so much. All of us hold a particular uniqueness that at some point of our life, somebody has challenged us. Just me wearing I was about to cut jingles to church somebody has something to say. I got it because I like it. And I saw Fantasia with it on and I thought that I want to wear it too. And so I went on Amazon and found me something because Fantasia looked great on Sunday and I want to look great on this Sunday. Oh, you showing Oh, you got a satchel. People, who said people suck?
1: People do suck. And I think that you should wear what you want to wear. And that's just me.
5: I don't um, have to get to wear what the hell you want to wear. You pay for it. You
3: don't own nobody. Wear it.
1: Don't yeah. listen. Glad about it. Wearing it. Why you
5: got on? What you got on? Because I own nobody. And that's <laughs>
3: the, and that's the same thing with our love choices. People are so detrimental with who and how and you choose to love. I think I, I didn't have it up to here with people. Well, I, I don't want you to. I don't, you don't meet this expectation and they have this demand on me. Okay, well go to hell. If if I'm not the, the taste for you, I have one person create a whole another imaginary person. Well, me and her think that you, I don't give a hell what you and her think. If you don't mm. want to be with me, don't be with me. I'm going to be who I am. We don't have to define no love. I'm not about to fit into no box. You don't have to categorize me. I'm never going to be this perfect person. I'm going to be who I am. And if you can't love me for me, baby, go ahead. So I just, I just, I don't understand why we just have all of those definitions that we hold people to. So take with whoever and whomever they choose to love. So so that it is wrecking people's mental capacities to even be truthful and honest and openly be free to to be with the person they love you. Got all this secret ass shit
5: going around. I mean, come on, be, I mean, be real about it. Like you admit that when you see certain couples, you say to yourself, "Now, why he do that, or why she do that?" Like when, when you look at Billy yes. Porter and his husband, Billy Porter doing all kinds of crazy shit now. So it's just like, okay, it ah, makes ah. sense that you are with a white man because mm. you're crazy as hell. But when you look at Coleman Domingo and you see One his husband, him. it's just like, why? Why did you do that? But you do know, know I'm looking at me? like I'm looking.
2: For me, though, that I am looking movie. like that. But I'm not looking like that because he's Caucasian. I'm looking at that because he's not
3: a looker. But, no, first of all, I, I was on uh, American Flight, United Flight, and Coleman Domingo had to show, and then other people in his past started talking about his mate, and he fits with him perfectly. I said, we don't understand it. But then you see why he got with that sucking so over there and how he used to be, and it was to his real friends. It was like, oh, okay, now we... I was like, "Oh, that's why he went But in our minds, we never know. Nobody would want to there. He look yeah, I just I just
2: feel like he could have raised his uh attractive quotient. But they've been party. together for so long. to me. He just I mean, cuz come back together for
3: uh, back to come cuz you know I love like He was together for so long. So him. this He's this so that his mate stuck with him through <laughs> all of that ugliness and now he a butterfly. Oh,
2: I see what you're saying, Danny. So,
3: y'all, had some things he, going he brought, on in the past. His early years, back when he was, because he was in Chicago for a little bit, was a dynamic show. I'm going to tell y'all what it is. he was doing cooking show when he was in Chicago to New York. He was a he was a booger. Now he looking like something. And it was that man. It took all his beauty away from him. Oh, I didn't I said
1: know it
3: that. Was that man. <laughs> Listen, the only reason why I look like I had to, because I had to lose a couple men in my life, and every time I lose one, y'all, I get finer. Let me tell y'all. Whenever I start looking good, that means I dump a motherfucker because I got <laughs> I love Recently, it. Do y'all see them shingles? Because I had to get over something. Look at how it came out. Looking like gold. That's what the Bible says. Like gold, you know, baby. The fire. baby. The fire Here <laughs> <laughs> the fire is man. Then once you get through that man, you start remembering your well, Listen, I came out there with fringes on because I looked good. Because uh, a nigga had them wrong <laughs> But for them. you know what? You all know that what?
5: money, he could hire a stylist. I, I mean, he, now, that yes. he was uh, out here looking like this, and then yes,
3: was, uh, that's all I'm saying. Yes, but I, I, he he, I, I, he put up with him.
1: I really feel like it's you're right, I, but I. So I really think it's more so. I think when we when we go into the dynamic of Billy Porter and Coleman, Doming- Coleman Domingo, which they are both phenomenal with what they do. Yeah, uh, Billy is in a lane of trying to rediscover self. I believe, and it's very it yeah. I think it's just trying to be, be stay relevant, um, check all the boxes. Yeah. And, you know, so when you're, when you're there and you really, you re- it's really an identity crisis, I personally believe. Mm-hmm. Is what I think mm-hmm. going on. I used to adore and he had
3: been going through for 20 years?
1: Years, baby, years. I mean, you know, he had, he had I'm mentioned, he was, on, he was on the cocaine for a little while. He was on oh, drugs. He was game. on the
3: sugar, booger, okay. Yeah,
1: he was on the booger sugar, yep. Yeah. He was on that. And um, so I said, okay, now this is, you know, this makes this makes a little sense. And, you know, but I mean, you know, hey, it, it, I don't judge nobody do what you do, babe. Um, I mean, uh, you, my 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 whole thing with that is, I think that again, like Egypt said, you would think that you're made or somebody, but I also feel like if he were with a black person, they would have snatched you back and said, "Baby, now hold on,
4: yeah,
1: <laughs> wait a minute, stop, let, let, let's let's mm-mm, mm-mm. or they okay, would have
3: left them, or they, or they would have left, left them, them. Or because they you because
5: again, and he would have ended up with White.
3: <laughs> So I think who said yeah, that, that Egypt? or maybe Dave, or maybe Fred, but you know, we don't know what people will put up with in color and different, because we got some of our, shoot, some of these people I said, how y'all put up with them all these years? Oh, and yeah, you're able weird. to, all of us who've been in Christendom, you see a lot of people that put up with each other for so many years, and yeah. we don't understand why, because when you get down to the nitty gritty, the only reason why you see what that sucker is because of Christendom rules. Yep. And then you kind of think about it. It's like everybody has a price to pay. That's price to pay. And I always respect relationships because I understand that one time I was married for a little bit of my time in my life. I didn't understand what the hell I was doing. But, you know, I respect anybody who stayed with it. I could not. So, you know, I, I am truthfully just want to sit at the foot of people like that one couple that have been married for 40 years. Like, how do you learn to compromise your independence Mm-hmm. To always want to be there for somebody else. And that's like the ultimate sacrifice. And color don't matter because everybody's a Mickey picky. And why do we put so much pressure when they are with another race as if that race has to lessen who they are to be with a black man or to be with a black woman? Why do we give us so much power like they are just subordinates to them? I want to put up with it. That's why they went with them.
1: Yeah. And it, it, to me, honestly, uh, and I was, when I was, when I was working, working on the show, a question had came up between me and a a group of friends. And it was, um, it was very, the question was, why do we feel like it's a last resort that we, the last resort is going to another race. Why is that a last resort? Why can't that be, I mean, and it goes back to the first question I asked is that, well, why do we go with, why do we date interracial? But it's very much, but the, it, the question triggers me because that doesn't trigger me like that mentally. But it triggers me in a way to say, "Well, okay, it's just it feels like well, it didn't work out with niggas. It didn't. It didn't work out with this female. It didn't work out with that. Ooh, it didn't it work out with my people. So, I'm done with you colors. I'm done. I'm done with you colors. I'm done with you black folks. Y'all, y'all, y'all acting colorful. So mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna date outside my race. So is it because there's a preference to date inside my race? That's my preferred, that's my preferred preference to date inside of my race. And then I say, well, it ain't working out with y'all. Let me go try something different.
3: But is it an American thing? Because you guys know I go down the web of 90 day fiance and love abroad. And it's something within American culture. We're not done with colors, we're done with America. <laughs> so, much so, and that's I said. White Mexican different. If you're American, you'll be fully done. Where they are, you know, you're going over there, and some of the sacrifices that we make as America, because 90 Day Fiance I always get my attention. And when I was in Morocco, I tried. They kept calling me Nicki Minaj, you know, <laughs> because period. They, I, they was like Nicki <laughs> Minaj, <like>, you know. <laughs> Let me see if I can fall in love with somebody in Morocco because it's just like maybe I need a different something. So I I I won't even give all the ownership to just blacks or it's America's done with America's. So we go fully outside of our own country. There has been such a uh just a way of thinking that if you go someplace else that you will find a better or more attentive lover because American society, our expectations is too high. And it won't meet our needs, so we need to find it in other countries. Because those 90-day fiancés be wearing me thin. Because they really go over there with such expectations of sub- of a subordination that you're going to find a love Where So they even hire relationship coaches. So one show, they had 30 days to try to find a date and pay a relationship guru. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an American society issue. Well, I don't, that think a, I don't know if I'm
5: going to say it's an American thing. I've told Fred this before. Um, <laughs> it seems like, I, I don't know, it's its something about, I'm curious to know who said that going outside of the race was was the last resort because I don't understand that because I'm still here, you know. But okay. I, 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 hey, I'm still you here. You <laughs> better go ahead, Albertine. <laughs> how you skip over me? <laughs> but I told Fred this before. It's just, I don't. And I say this because of what you just said, Danny. Um, I don't know if it's an American thing. I just, I think it's something about just going beyond your geographical area because it just seems like people who live in other cities, other states, you know, they'd be like in love with me. And if I was the kind of person to entertain. Um, unrealistic, long-distant relationship, because I think it's just unrealistic, but if I was the kind of person to entertain long distance relationship, I probably would not be single because there are a lot of people in other cities who are constantly in my inbox, you know, like, hey, you know, what's up? I think it's, uh, I think it's an idea of getting out of your own area, which adds to the conversation about why people leave their race to go to to other races, but I think my question is, you know, how do these interracial relationships celebrate Black History Month? Because I'm just That's curious how they're in the same house celebrating this. Because I just know how my office, like at work. We have the black people and the white people and the black people. We're trying to be, you know, celebratory of Black History Month and, and celebrate the month with everybody. But it's it's difficult. So I'm just curious, if you're in an interracial relationship, how do you observe Black History Month, Kwanzaa, you know, Martin Luther King Day, things of that nature?
1: Well, I think with that, I, I, I feel like if, if I were dating someone um, in the latino or hispanic area i really feel like it would be very uh i mean i would celebrate with them i would celebrate His, hispanic heritage month i would i would celebrate I, you know day i of mean the day. I, I was day of the dead i would you know i think I, I, I i'm now i would not go as far to go around to my Feliz navidad i think that that's cultural appropriation
3: Feliz navidad.
1: so I, I feel like there. there's a place where you draw the line where you say okay There's a there's a certain like, you know, I mean, I don't think that I would expect them to celebrate Juneteenth, but I would expect them to know about my culture. I would I think that in the relationship, you would there would be a lot of learning of each other's cultures. Um, And I hate my sister's business out here, but I am. Eric, I love you. Um, My sister, she's actually she's dating a she's been dating a, a Hispanic Latino guy. And so this was the first time when I was home for the holiday. We actually went over to his parents' house, and I experienced Christmas with with the Mexican people. And and honestly, I ain't gonna hold y'all. They There's are t- just t- blacks. They are they sat around the table, played cards. The only difference is it wasn't no. Hip hop music on the on the speaker. They had a live mariachi band, and baby, they had a time. That's all I was okay. I was like, I mean, it was the granddaddy, the uncle, the mama, the grandmama. They were sitting around the table, and I'm sitting here. You know, only only difference is, you know, we walk in. What up, cuz? What up, bro? They just I si. See. Hey, you know,
5: so that, that was the only difference. But it's, it, seems, <laughs> it, it seems like black people are always flexible. Like, like, if you think about it, like we celebrate St. Patrick's Day, we, we celebrate all of their stuff. And so I don't think the problem would ever be a black person being flexible to celebrate another culture. Yeah. I think that there is a problem with, and I'm not racist at all, but there is continuously a problem with white people celebrating. I've heard, I've had someone to ask me in my office, why do you guys get a whole month? You know,
3: because you get the whole year. Because you get the whole month. Did you all? Did you all yeah. watch the? Did you all watch the We Are The World? If you did. I did not, right. but, but I heard it, it was really it, good. It, I'm going to check it out. It is beautiful. It is a wonderful, um, you should really watch it. So there was a certain part when um, Stevie Wonder came and Stevie decided he going to sing a Swahili verse. <laughs> and everybody was like, Stevie, Bradley, they don't even speak Swahili in there. But then one of the country singles was like, and this is why I dropped like, ain't no good old boy going to sing no Swahili we never heard of him again. Okay? Mm-hmm. He left the studio because it's enough I'm singing for Africa, but now you want to go on Swahili. Now, everybody else thought the same thing this man thought because they're like, Stevie ain't no Swahili. <laughs> and, but he left because he said, I'm not going to do that. And so just to speak to Dave's point with that, we are very acceptive And I think that because I, I teach anti-bias curriculum in school. We, ha- we have to with little kids. But what we do is we adapt what is acceptable for all. So, you know, mm-hmm. in one classroom, they may think that St. Patrick's Day is the best thing to celebrate. Another classroom is Christmas. Another classroom is the Fourth of July. But we do what is central to us to celebrate. And I think for interracial couples, you have to really kind of make what is important for you all to honor, to cultivate. Because there's some things, even when I'm married to color, I didn't celebrate all them, them holidays like yes, they do. Sir. I said, what is, the, we don't do that. Well, you don't no, I never heard of that. And it was just, what is that? So, you know, even within our culture, there are some things that we accept and we don't accept because we have to come together. But how do you make it respectable? I heard a story on the news um, writing in to work that just made me cringe. And the way they did it was probably set up for clickbait or for us to go on. And they said a white mother teaches her black son, her black adopted son, a lesson by having the police come talk to him.
2: Mm-mm, that's not it, man.
3: So I said, I said, but wait a second. I've also had times where black children have stolen. Guess who came to the house? The police. So was this white mother wrong because she was white and had the police come? Because at the same time, we've had because I've seen it. The police came talk to him because he kept stealing bubblegum out the thing. But because she was white, was it wrong because she got a police officer come when the same thing? So what is an acceptable part of being interracial when you're trying to teach lessons? That is deemed as, oh my gosh, can't believe you said that. So you have, it's, it's so many factors that go into interracial dating and interracial being <laughs> together that it's harder because of what we are. And then on top of it, because of who we are as a society and us overcoming stuff, it's so much pressure. So for any people to go together with any type of, that's not outside the society norm of, Colors gotta be, the colors got to match and be with each other. The we got to have a man and a woman versus man and man, woman and a woman. You know, all of that brings so much tension because we just don't understand. Which we got back to is how and why people love. So I just, I'm just in a tizzy with all of it.
1: Push yeah, it up, Annie. Which uh, pushes me to the next thing. What do you all define as love? love?
3: When you like touching my parts, and I like touching yours. Forever. <laughs> oh, At this point. Forever. Manny. Just I asked. I said, You just want to talk to me because you want to touch my, my parts. Just tell me. I just want to know the truth because we can test the parts without even having a relationship because I just want to be honest. But if you want to really talk to me because you feel something that, that is attractive about my personality, if you see the way that I live my life and it aligns with yours, where we can have a better way of being, then let's, let's cultivate that. And I really do think that's what love is. Um, should be is something that I see that I'm wanting to trust you. I'm wanting to allow you to nurture me, to pour into me and I can pour into you and we can be equally uh, to who we are all times together and be acceptable to each other. I think that's love. That's love between like a relationship love. I love people, but you know, just really kind of thinking about that. That's what really hits me. Sexual attraction is definitely needed, but at the same time to be accepted and being able to be with somebody that I can trust my full self with. I think that's what I really deem as love. I hear you.
5: Dave? Love is commitment to me. Uh, Love Mm -hmm. is committed, um, committed sexually, committed emotionally, committed mentally, committed spiritually, committed even in my soul um to say that i love you is the same as to say that i am committed to you um whether yes. your my attraction changes um whether if if you no longer look like what you looked like when i first met you because i still love you yeah. i'm still committed to you. and i that i think that love and commitment goes you know hand in hand with each other
2: absolutely that's good stuff I was looking for my favorite love quote. I found it. I found it. It's Ann Landers. She says, love is friendship that has caught fire. It is quiet understanding, mutual confidence, sharing, and forgiving. It is loyalty through good and bad times. It settles for less than perfection and makes allowances for human weaknesses.
5: Can
2: you text that to me, please? Yes, sir. I can. Sir, <laughs> I can. My uh, my therapist actually gave me that quote a couple of years ago um, for a, a couple session that we had, and we like our homework was literally breaking down each of those sentences and giving the examples inside of our relationship that matched those sentences, and it was such good work. It was such good healthy work for us, and it just. It has stuck with me and I always go and look it up when somebody asks me what I think love is because I never remember the direct quote to just, black, but I know when I read it, I know who said it and I know where to find it. So I hit the internet to get that for y'all. That's how I view it. That's how I view it, especially the, it settles for less than perfection and makes allowances for human weaknesses. I think a lot of times in all types of relationships, whether they are uh, love relationships, friendships, whatever. I think we forget to allow people to be humans.
4: Mm-hmm. We
2: forget to allow people to have fallacies. We forget to let people fail and make mistakes. We forget that people are emotions, field creatures. And a mm-hmm. lot of times we make decisions on how we feel and not on the yeah. knowledge and information. And I think sometimes we don't give people a fair shake for that. So around here, uh, it's, it gets said quite often. I'm gonna let you say that. And I want you to come back in 10 minutes and try it a different way with me. Cause I feel like you just said that out of emotion mm-hmm. and we'll walk away from each other and come back and say it a different way so that it can be understood mm-hmm. because sometimes we lead with emotion instead of leading with the facts. And when I have 10 minutes to sit down with the facts, all right, I see how what I just said to you could have come across as something that was hurtful. Let me say it in a different <laughs> way. This is actually what I'm looking for. This is what I need from you. I should have said it this way. Now, that I can understand, babe. That makes sense to me. The way you mm-hmm. said it beforehand sound like you was belittling me. My oh. bad. Sorry.
5: Fair. That's commitment. Yeah, yeah. Listen,
2: we be working on something around here. You know, I had asked y'all to pray for me during that pandemic, you know, it had locked us in here together.
5: <laughs> and I feel I like y'all. The first just, part of your quote, though, that says "love is a friendship that caught on fire," like that—that that, you know—that that did something in me. I, I think that Put a lot. Put in the time... wedding programs. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Put okay.
5: Wind. Put it in the wedding programs maybe at the bottom. Honey. Absolutely. Love. i'm with you
2: i'm with you though dave because i and i think that's a lot of reasons some relationships don't go well either because folks ain't even friends you don't need like him like
5: listen,
3: that. listen 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 man you don't need Love. like him like that or you just need to be roommates I, <laughs> we just need to be roommates we are perfect roommates if i had to relive my first marriage i should have just been roommates because to this day i will live with him right now because he didn't eat my food I did eat his food when I was low on supplies he got it he, he was respectable he was the best roommate ever if we need to go on vacation the best travel partner ever together <coughs> hell to the no but roommate when I turn 65 and I have to be by myself I'm gonna go move with him yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I know <Special> that's your friend <laughs> That's gonna be my special friend. I don't want to be with him romantically at all. But as far as making sure I got what I like on my, we had shelves in the refrigerator. He ain't touch my shelf. I ain't touch his shelf. He, he know all my OCDness. Fine, but romantically together, definitely not. Roommate, forever roommate. He he was a good roommate. But that's all. We was too young and didn't understand. We took a roommate and just tried to monopolize on it. Well, you gotta call the thing what it is, and yeah. I don't okay. want to discredit. You know what an importance was, but we should have just been roommates. My question is, it, okay,
5: so let's, let's, I, I know we didn't get to you, friend, but I, I'm just curious. I'm because sorry, it's friend. Like y'all had everything worked out, Um, but the romance part. So define romance, because that sounds Ooh. perfect to me. He liked
3: her, and he liked her too, and he liked her, and he liked her too
2: got you got he you so
3: much love to give <laughs> okay. and I, to I, you the know, wrong I, people to everybody <laughs> so you know he, and he, that was his right. he should have went if you that type of love you need to go ahead and who am I I should just be your roommate Like don't get nothing on you until your guests yeah. go home at 1130 so yeah oh like, Danny okay
4: yeah. yeah. got he, it we was great I
3: roommates like Mm-hmm. Got it. Roommates, I like that. <laughs> great roommates. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it, Danny. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah, that's, that's good. Some people just roommateable. That's okay. Roommateable. Roommateable. Y'all can tell them too. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Tell them it's a great
2: roommate.
1: Oh God, not tell them. <laughs> I'm not about
2: telling them
3: nothing. Okay, don't. Anywho, <laughs> 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 anywho. Oh, God. Um,
1: so I actually my 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 view on love what i what i think and and how i define love or what love is to me i think that uh love love can be a lot of things um and i truly think it's how you interpret it it's it's what what you interpret and what what works for you um and so with that uh i i do think that there is an emotional aspect i do think there's a romantic aspect um, I do believe that there is a friendship aspect mm-hmm. um, of it as well. Um, and nowadays, I believe that there is a mental aspect as well.
3: You are so right.
1: <laughs> you are so right. I have learned uh, over the course of time that I could talk to you and we could be getting to know each other and possibly even get, Prepared to date, but the more that I have conversation with you and men- and mentally, yes, yes, I yes. understand that I don't think I can love you mentally because there's just some things mentally just just, just don't make sense. Absolutely. And I go hmm. So on this journey of love, I I am really uh, uh, I won't say that I'm looking for love at this point because I don't I don't believe in looking for love. I think that love should find me. Okay. Um, but I am very much, that is, that is a huge, a huge, a, a huge aspect for me is that I want to know mentally what what you're thinking and, and, and how that love will, will match up with everything else. So I, I think it's, it's I, and I won't say that it's like a rubric or like a guide of like a order that, the, that those things should go in, but yeah, I, that's just where I am. in. but I will say that a top part of it is, is, is mental for me. I need to be mentally yeah. attracted to you in order to love you.
2: And yeah. I think that that coincides right there with that friendship thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think can,
1: that going we into that and have it,
2: conversations it, 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 and yeah.
1: Yeah. Simmons?
3: Hey, well, boo. Oh, look at who that came on in.
6: What's going on?
4: <laughs>
6: Y'all we'll know about love after work naps be like after church naps. <laughs> I woke up like, who said that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you thought you was still at work
6: <laughs> No I thought I had went to the army I thought I was fighting for the
1: country
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Come on Major yes. Payne I was, just about to say,
1: I was just about to say Major Payne I was just about to say Major
2: oh, Education man, will give you PTSD honey. Yes. You was out there in the war Here
1: she is in the battlefield man we mm. got to What's drink it right? and everything. He catching up. Yeah. up. Well, well, Sean, I hate to put I hate to put you on the spot, Simmons, but we talking about how do you define love? What does love mean to you?
6: Hey, listen, I got a one pushback, and I hope it makes sense.
3: No, you got to answer this do question hard. first. <laughs> you answer well, that. Then you push back. Well,
6: okay. Love is both actions, it's actions, it's what you do, Mm -hmm. and it is what you say. People Mm -hmm. say, I don't have to say, you know, I love you, I need to show it. No, some people need to hear, I love you, outside of showing it. So it's it's whatever you define love to be, you know, is that in in the company of others? You know, this new thing, what was that love language? did we talk mm-hmm. about that before? We do. That's, yeah. that's, that's called, words,
2: that's called yes. words of affirmation that you just yes, mentioned. Being yes, you know, words of
6: affirmation, right? And yeah. all of these things tie in together. Yes, sir. You know, I can say all day that I love you, but do I like you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got that yeah. from one of my old co-workers. She said, Yeah, you say that all day, but do I like you? Do I like to walk in this house every day with you? Yeah. And just exist and be. Yeah. So this is, you know, what you make it to me. That's love, you know. Feeling good in everything we do. Are we in love? Do I love you when we go on vacation? Do I love you when we go downtown a date night? Do I love you when we exercise? Do I love you when we're at home just chilling on the couch, watching Netflix and chilling? <laughs>
5: It's
6: no.
2: opposite, right? <laughs> that like I'm gonna push you a little further on that, Sean. Go ahead. Do I love you? Do I love you when we're disagreeing? Do I yeah, love you God. when we see eye to eye? I'm gonna push you even further because I, I
6: am glad you said that. What are you gonna say when y'all get into that argument? Yeah. Are you just gonna spout off stuff that you wouldn't say in a regular conversation?
4: Right. Or are you up
6: old stuff? That y'all already hashed out, but this go this gonna hurt him. So I'm gonna say this. This gonna hurt mm-hmm. us, so I'm say this.
2: Absolutely.
6: Self-control during disagreements. So yeah. But then to Fred's point, I want to push back. You, you know, we was talking, I ain't gonna little gonna find me, you know. <laughs> Don't be
4: embarrassed. Yeah, you, go him,
6: you, you go out there like you going up to a vending machine and say, I want one B. Prayer. That ain't they never worked I for me.
3: That, <laughs> that ain't never worked for me. I done went up to plenty of people. <laughs> 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 you ain't gonna embarrass me. Man I'm Jesus. gonna sit right here, <laughs> I'm
5: looking, and you go. It's gonna tap me on the
3: shoulder. This is this is one police officer that come to my school every time somebody got a I'm gonna be like, I want you, police officer, because my friend <laughs> said, "Go up and tell him." <laughs> I'm gonna try it out, Shani. If I get arrested, it's because of you. <laughs> How many,
6: many stories have y'all heard where the man said, I walk right up to my son and so say, you my wife. Y'all heard I heard that story a few times.
3: In Christ did them. Because those <laughs> only sound like
5: christian stories. <laughs> Well, you need to go to another vending machine then.
6: <laughs> Your vending machine don't take debit cards. That's why you still trying to use money. So we moved on up in technology. See, that's the
3: problem. So <laughs> <You> know what? <laughs> no, Sean, we said community. I need to change my community because if nowadays you can just walk up and tell somebody I want you... I need
6: to change my but community. My though. community is not accessible like that. <laughs> oh, look, how about this? Should you be telling is the one already pursuing you, but you ignoring them because you keep going to, go to that wrong uh vendor machine?
3: Say what I'm again, say it again, Sean.
6: I <laughs> said, is the one who really, you know, the one who you should really be with, or the one who should be in your life, are you running away from him going to the wrong vendor machine? Because it's bright over there. They got a better presentation.
3: All right, you better speak. You I'm glad you took a nap because you came prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fire up, man. Fire up, man. Mm-hmm. It's all right with me. I like it. Oh, oh have you I ever
5: know. gone to a vending machine though? And then like you press the button and it be like something that's just like sitting right there. It got stuck. Right. <laughs> and you just you gotta pay for it again and press the same button. I feel like I feel like I'm that cookie. <laughs> you, just, you pressing you the same button? A, I am that cookie. I'm just stuck, and somebody <laughs> keep pressing that button and they just won't come down. No, Dave, you're <laughs> right.
6: Maybe oh, that's so, us. You, you,
5: you know, from that.
2: Uh, from the some metaphors course. tonight are doing really well, y'all. They are. Uh, uh, the the
6: medicals. Metaphors, metaphors, yeah, well. You go know, to some bit of machines, and that one thing is stuck. When you get there, you get two for one. So.
3: But you know what I do with this what get me in trouble right there. I start bumping it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the hip shit. The hip check. And it still it's stuck.
5: And I it, it it still stuck. stuck. I'm just bumped. And it's still stuck. It's still <laughs> stuck. I don't know what to do.
3: And they just got all this free bumping. <laughs>
1: Help us. Free
3: free
2: bumping. All free this free bumping. Y'all is on the road today. Oh man. So go ahead. That, so, okay, go ahead, so I have another question. okay Sorry. question. So, so with that. Let
1: me
3: go take a look So so
1: okay, so we, we talked about how how do we define love? How can we as individuals measure the authenticity of that? How do we how do we know it's authentic?
2: Uh for me. I'm I'm a little petty and a little mean, and I have been with my husband for twenty years. March first, we've been married for four years, but we have been together for twenty years. I know it's real because he ain't left me, and I'm mean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That 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 Egypt now that's that's a testament there because and and if you don't mind sharing. Um, so you said y'all you have been together for 20 and you've been married four. Yes. So yes. being together for 20 years, there was some sort of commitment. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. some sort of commitment before y'all said, okay, let's do this. Let's do this legally per se. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's, let let me take your last name. Mm-hmm. So how does one, how, like, what, what is, what is what's the preparation of that? What's the, what's the mental space that you're in? Like, cause I, I ain't gonna hold you 20 years and we ain't had no commitment. I'm,
4: so
2: I, yeah. And I, and I get that a lot and I get that a lot, but my answer to that always was the commitment you're looking for is me signing my name to a legal piece of paper. The commitment I'm looking for is for him to consistently come home and to consistently provide for me and for the kid that we created and that he has never wavered on, ever. He has never wavered on that. So for me, not having a marriage license and holding his last name, it honestly didn't bother me, the last name thing, until maybe Jameson got to probably about second grade, somewhere in there. Cause that's when all of the classmates naturally give all the parents the last name of their friend. So I actually had the pleasure of subbing for her. I think it was a third grade class for a full two weeks. Their teacher was out on a bereavement and requested me. Cause she knew I was a cadre sub at the time. And I was familiar with the kids cause they had all been together since kindergarten and that was the first time that i ever felt any type of way about me not having the same last name as my daughter and her father mm-hmm. outside of that i never needed that because i had what comes with the name
4: okay. right well, that had God. been a, that's, a, good. That's, that's good that's good
2: <laughs> that oh. had been a i mean honestly cuz y- y'all know my wedding story right
1: yeah,
2: no, I, 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 do. I was going to Vegas to celebrate my birthday. My birthday mm-hmm. is January 30th. My wedding anniversary is February 1st. Wow. And unbeknownst to me, my husband told his people and my people that he was either coming back from Vegas with a fiance or with a wife. Depends on what she going for. Wow. I was on my way to Vegas to celebrate my birthday and get a new tattoo. We are literally in the tattoo shop. My tattoo is on my upper back right here. So I'm sitting in a tattoo shop in my bra, straight topless. Okay. Here's his here. So he got his arm lifted up, but we are across from each other. And he yells out, you know, while we up here in Vegas, we should just get married. And I literally said, boy, stop playing with me. I'm trying to concentrate and not die with this man putting a needle in my back. Stop playing with me. The guy doing my tattoo goes... I feel like you just got proposed to and you just said no. <laughs> what? And I, I said, sir, I've been with that boy over there, that man over there for 16 years. If that is his proposal and he ain't got the biggest ring ever, he ain't talking to me.
5: You ain't, he ain't
2: lying. He talking to me. He better try again a different direction. He ain't talking to me. I ain't wrong. <laughs> no, no tattoo shop bra. He ain't talking to me. In my bra. In my bra, Danny. In my bra. So the tattoo artist he laughed, or whatever. And James goes, So, you need a ring? Yeah, I bet we can go to the mall and get you a ring tomorrow. Whatever, we leave the tattoo shop, we go back to the hotel, we chill, and we get up in the morning, caught breakfast. He was like, Uber be here in 20 minutes. Where are we going? To the mall. to the, Okay, fine. You want to spend your money? Let's go to the mall and spend your money. Sounds like a plan to me. We get to the mall and the man takes me into the jewelry store. And he asked, this was my favorite part. He asked the jewelry store, the clerk, the man there, he says, do you guys carry Morganites? I have been in love with Morganites for the last 15 years. I never wanted a diamond. I didn't even know he remembered that. So I'm like, ooh, you trying to marry me for real because you even remember the kind of stone I dig. And the guy showed me and I went to the counter and I was like, so I just pick what I want. Just pick what you want. But we ain't balling like that. I live with you. I pay bills with you. What you mean just pick <laughs> just pick what you want? I ain't bet. I like that one. The jeweler goes, nice choice. And it's on sale. Sized me up. I looked at it. I was like, it's really pretty. That one said, all right, let me check out. Why don't you go do some shopping? You finna buy that ring for real? Baby, you finna buy that ring for real? Yes. I'm going to buy this ring for real. You say you're not going to marry me without a ring. I'm going to buy the ring for real. If you buy that ring, I'm going to buy a dress because I'm not getting married in no clothes I bought from Chicago. So I need to go I buy a It's I probably turned into a one-upsman. It like we was challenging each other. He looked at me and he said, well, if you're going to get a new dress, I guess I need to rent a tux. Well, if you're going to rent a tux, ain't nobody going downtown to get no paperwork. We in Vegas. Don't they got chapels? I finna call me a chapel. We got married. On a Saturday evening at ten thirty p.m. at the Little White Chapel in Las Vegas, yes, the in Windsor, we rented the tuxedo. My wedding cost two hundred and thirteen dollars. That's right. It was amazing. That is a beautiful <laughs> story. It was amazing, I and I have wonderful pictures. The minister just so happened to be black. I promise you, he gave straight black. Efficient. This ring symbolizes your coming together. It is a bond that can never be. <laughs> Come on, sir. Again. There was no Elvis. that I didn't have to get all of that. There was a pink connection. I, mean, one it, outside and I posted. Yep. I I'm did post
6: that I already but, I'm gonna be downtown or some office somewhere because I can't do the whole big wedding thing. That ain't me. Okay. I got married Let's
2: in see. I got married in at a courthouse. I'm gonna go to Vegas and do that
6: to Little White Church.
2: It was, the Little White Chapel is beautiful. You hear me? They take your oh, pictures. We'll they move flowers there. at me.
6: It we'll be there
3: good. in October.
6: By the way, I'm just about to say that station identification meet me in Las Vegas all October 17th. Yes, we'll be there. I celebrate my 35th. Yeah, oh, come on, man!
2: Yeah, 35. I like it.
6: For everybody, everybody who's some, we're trying to see now how we're gonna shut the school down, or we're just gonna get straight subs, so we'll see about that because that's oh, a school yeah. day. Well, two Egypt, of school Egypt,
3: days. <laughs> that story was beautiful. I'm sorry, I cannot believe this is my first time hearing that. You. That was the no. best story I
4: ever heard.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's absolutely how I got married. I'm over married
1: here teary-eyed
5: a little bit.
1: You guys listen, are my new you, favorite you, you, black love. I told y'all I love love, and that's a, that's a perfect example of black love. I love it. I'm that over here, so and cool. I done heard the story before, and I'm over here trying to
2: cry. Listen, then my mama ruined it, because I called my mama right after, and I was like, Mommy, guess what? You married! Oh, my. I wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm
6: sorry call me back we all got back a reception or something we all got back
2: we shut the world down sir i got married february 1st 2020 a month later the world shut down that was the plan but good old COVID. wow yeah that was the plan sean i promise you that was the plan i bought a wedding planner book and everything In Vegas, like the little little book, and you write everything down. I was so excited, I was gonna throw my friends a party. Listen, because that's all it is that's all the wedding is. Neighbors and viewers and guests, it's just a party for your somebody else's friends. Don't really like those people that much. Don't do it, don't do it. They're not
3: gonna bring you no gift
6: that's gonna because I had already got my wedding. (laughs) To my head and it's i didn't know
2: people were so trash when it comes to wedding gifts and cards and envelopes when my best friend got married she called me the following day and was like your envelope was the largest envelope i got and i don't understand that you were a whole bridesmaid who had to pay for your dress and this and you helped me with this and then i was like when you got married she was like people didn't even cover their plates
3: no yeah
2: she says the yeah. things that people put in wedding cards, it didn't even cover their plate,
3: mm-hmm. their food
2: at the reception.
3: Wow.
5: Yeah. You got to really love
3: each
5: other. Don't invite nobody to your reception that ain't never gave you a birthday gift. I know yeah. it's right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's,
1: see, that's why I'm not having no uh, grand wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're just going to throw a party like we we'll throw a birthday party in the backyard. Y'all come on. <laughs> I, I'll be there. You know, I like. That. Bring
2: the bottle. Bring the Listen, bottle. I, I'm in my mama's backyard out. She done built a gazebo and an extra deck. It's beautiful out there, Fred. You let me know. We'll put the lights up. You know, we got a yeah. decorating company in my family now. So you let us know. We I can make your pieces and balloons. We a whole
3: party exclusive event happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I make, okay, I'm going to co- connect you offline. I got some things coming up for my job. Thank right. you for Absolutely. Coming. We got bartenders and everything,
2: event host and everything. You need somebody to crack the jokes to keep the mood going? That's me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh,
1: Definitely. Wait, Monica, yeah.
3: you paid. Wait, we Monica, paid. Monica,
1: <laughs> Monica you said right. we paid 13K right. and got back you 2K in right. gifts. Yeah. 2K. yeah. yeah. 2K. I'm
4: sorry,
2: Monica.
1: That's terrible. Yeah, she, you're absolutely right. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. we got, I when I, that one time in life, I got married. We don't talk about it too much. So we had a yep. wedding. We got married at a courthouse. And then we had a wedding, and that, it was so expensive. My mama ate the top of talking about, well, y'all was already married. She so really don't got to save this. She ate the whole, I didn't even get, I was like, why would you do that? It's <laughs> just, but you know, <laughs> we like, you know, one thing about us, we like to celebrate our love. So really, we give a wedding because we are so happy to show our love to each other that you don't really think about those prices when they because you're just so happy to celebrate and be with one another.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, but I
3: just I just feel like as a guest
2: who does love love mm-hmm. like that, I go hard at weddings. I do. Uh-huh. I try to make sure my envelope looks good. If if you got a registry and you actually wanted something, sure. I'm not in the cart low to high. I want to get you that crystal. I want you to pull out your crystal cake set. At the thing and be like, my girl Val bought me this show. Did yeah, I do not get offended.
3: Nobody, I do not get offended if, do do get offended if you don't invite me to your wedding reception because I'm gonna say my 150.
2: Listen, I mean, I am a wonderful guest too, okay? Because I'm going you're to gonna say, get your money.
1: You. I'm meeting all your family, telling them how I know I, you. Yeah, man, we did back in 82. Let me tell you, know, and <laughs> and
3: you said, should know. So, if you go to a wedding that's open, buy you need to get more than that $20.
5: Listen, especially if it's an open bar. If what it's an open bar, you?
1: baby, you, what are you doing? Bar, let me tell you something. If it's an open bar, th- the minimum is a hundred dollars. A minimum
2: hundred dollars. At, at minimum. At minimum. You had so a you drink know, drink you're gonna go over the street getting wasted. The minimum bring some, some tips
5: for the bartender.
2: Hello, why you ain't got no oh. cash? You do
5: don't. And I, if now I would rather you bring an envelope with some money than to be t- now than to be tipping a bartender. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah,
3: I ain't gonna put that much I'm on you.
2: I'm going to do both as working in the service industry and you people at a, a free open bar, you're ignorant.
3: Yeah. If it's a <laughs> signature drink, give them seventy-five dollars. <laughs> <know>, sometimes you <laughs> got a signature
2: drink,
6: and that's
3: Signet what they keep big. going right. on. People go with
6: to me it. Me everywhere. It I took it. me time to craft I it. Craft I think it's with me. Okay. You keep your flask with you, old man? No, no, no. I don't don't take a flask. I just take the whole damn cup out the house and put it in (laughs) the cup. This is what I... What did you get
3: pulled over by the police? Yes. Yes, please, please go to this wedding um, and bring them a gift that is monetary because weddings are so expensive.
1: Listen, we we are out here giving wedding advice. I love it.
3: I don't I think people's parents
6: keep oh, them that YouTube anymore. Himself. I'm on here embarrassing eating chicken. Let me
1: stop. Yeah, we on YouTube too. That's uh, okay. Yeah, listen, Monica, it's alright. You tell the people, right. go, to your, go to your car and drink it because you know they bought you it can... anyway in their car. They
4: bought
2: it. I got, at least, I got at least five cousins that keep a fifth in their trunk. I was just you know, about my daddy
4: dinner. brought a oh, whole cooler.
2: Okay, My dad cool. didn't help
3: me pay for the wedding, but he brought all the liquor in his trunk.
6: Hey Listen. Monica, have another way, <laughs> and I guarantee you, I will send some lick over your way. Have another. That's right. I'm, gonna I'm sending back to my cousins. And,
3: <laughs> and, my first mom. Mom. and
2: this time, at this time, Monica, go back and only invite the people that actually gave envelopes the first time, and have a real right. good.
3: Listen, Monica, Monica I'm yes,
1: when y'all do y'all renewal, we,
2: we got you. Got you. Let me know
3: so I can coordinate my flight, so I can be there. I show sure help
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I
2: did have a small wedding. Me and my
1: husband. Listen, nice you ain't wedding. wrong. All right, y'all. Moving on. we move moving on. We moving I'm sorry. On. We
3: showed that right. way off
1: our list. You listen, okay. We don't, we don't, listen. This is part of black love, and I'm here for it. Yes, it is. Y'all black doing black wedding. Why do we that have was, them? I, that? was the insert. <laughs> wedding etiquette 101. Why do that's we what have that? That was because y'all out here showing out. We ain't, Don't get me started on birthday parties because that's another one, too. These people spend all this money on these extravagant birthday parties, and then he, don't here y'all right. go. Borrow. I'm done. I'm Listen, done. My yeah.
6: son's birthday next week, and the invitations say parents must pay for their own food and drinks. That's right. Yeah, I'm only covering you your
2: child. Your son Borrowed is
6: I'm well, we kids. Money Ten sprint, Yo, I don't know
2: you,
1: you a more.
3: Big Ten.
1: We got you on ten, Mo. We got you on ten. 10.
3: Destination. 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 You go to all inclusive. They got to pay for it themselves anyway.
1: I know it's right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I too. And they got to pay. That's how you cut a lot of that out. You do. You have, have good gifts. Do a destination wedding. You'll, you'll find out. Mm-hmm. You'll find out.
2: Oh, yep. you definitely want to find out who your real family and friends are. If they really want to celebrate your love. Now, see at them destination weddings, don't be looking for envelopes, though. I don't think that's fair.
3: No. No, no. And actually, you give the gift. So you give a yeah. nice presentation package. Thank you for joining us.
1: Yep. Yes. Yep. Ooh,
3: come on. Hey. Well,
1: and they have a tango, all right. Listen, Southwest got a sale, baby. Southwest got a sale. It's cheap get from, from here, baby. It's cheap from here. It's cheap from here, Mo. It's cheap from here. It so is.
6: You know what? So, right Hawaii may not be bad either. You know, I like the little weddings on the beach with the little uh, white chair.
1: I saw Bernita when I get down there. Bern, Bernita, I'm here. I thought you said her rumbe house. I said, that's still open. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ain't so what? They oh,
4: had some the good ass. food. They, they have, used to have delicious food.
2: macaroni. Delicious macaroni. The they had
1: good food. No, no, no. It was it was consistent. It wasn't hit or miss. A lot of these places nowadays are hit or miss, but it was consistent. But speaking of uh, speaking of friendships and inviting the right people into your wedding into your birthday party, let's talk about friendships and relationships and how that reflects black love. Because yes. we and us on, on us on this panel, a lot of y'all that are tuning in, we are friends. We are connected. A lot of y'all I call my brothers, my sisters, because we are not just friends, but we are family. We've known each other so long. Mm-hmm. Y'all know my family. I know your family, and all of that. And so I I do believe that. Um, I really do believe that when it comes to black love, and it just, and it comes to love period. I don't. I I, I I'm a firm believer that. Love also reflects in friendships and relationships yeah. as well, not not just yeah. sexually or emo- or I'm emotionally involved with somebody that I'm dating. I yeah. feel that it 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 spills over into the friendship area too. I yeah. tell I tell my friends I love them. I love you. I I tell people that I'm very close to. I, hey, I love you. I love what you are doing. I support yeah. you. And me showing my support for you is me. That's a part of me loving you. And a part of me loving you is me showing up to support you. Me showing up, yes. me sharing your posts, me me be supporting you and your whatever your endeavor is. Listening on the phone call to say, friend, I have an idea. Let me bounce this off of you. Let me do this. I and and a lot of times in our dynamic, in our culture as Black folks, we do not dive into the love portion of friendships so much lately we have there's been a lot of posts and there's been a lot of mm-hmm. you know I, i'll say this we've been on our zoom we've been going to therapy we've been getting help as yeah. black folks I'm, I'm proud of us like shout out yes, yes. shout yes. out to the yeah. blacks shout out to the <laughs> colors we appreciate it this month y'all have been doing the work and i love to see it i love to hear when black folks especially black men say yo bro i'm in therapy that makes me so excited. We we have so which further on in this conversation we have so much trauma that we don't unpack. We have so much that we deal with just by being black, just by literally, just by being birthed into the world. I am born yeah. into trauma. I am born into trauma because I am black. I am a black man. I am my days are numbered specifically just because I am. Um, and so I think that it is very important when we get into friendships and relationships and developing those friendships and those relationships. Um, Dave and I have been friends. Seventeen some odd.
5: How old are you, Dave? So I don't tell my the
3: now.
1: Let me tell you a funny story. Let me tell you a funny story. Um <laughs> we were in Miami for my birthday during the pandemic. And wait, what uh, story
5: are you about to tell?
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> well, you forgot how old you was. Oh because <laughs> we there were, were so at, many it's, stories it's a lot of stories um and so we were at dinner and uh we, we went out for my birthday and we went to uh what was the restaurant we went to uh G- barton Bart G. we went to barton Bart G's. G's, and so the bill came and uh, of course you know sometime when you're on vacation the bank like to embarrass you and be like oh it didn't go you know i'm out of town i'm uh-huh. spending a lot of money you know they, they they you know they they call it uh security checks and all that stuff. And so they had did a security check on David. So the guy came back and he said, oh, it's asking for your your birthday. And so Dave said, ooh. So (laughs) we sitting at the
5: table like, (laughs) baby, you don't know how old you is. (laughs) I am confused (laughs) that you don't know how
1: old you is. This man trying to take up your money, honey. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> I have been lying about my age for so long that I forgot my year of birth. You, you know, because like when they ask you, "What, what, what, what year was the? What's your year of birth?" And I have been lying about it for so long that I forgot what honestly my year of birth Are you
6: was. You were older or
5: younger? Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <moving> on. <laughs> it on. <depends, laughs> it depends
3: on the situation. You all right? Go ahead. <laughs> but so friendship love friendship love <laughs> so I don't me and Sean been friends for so long he's never just come like Danny I love you mm-hmm. okay maybe tomorrow but <laughs> but no no I
6: hmm <laughs> Danny I love you I thought you was about to say something else
3: <laughs> no 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 but, but it's expected Sean has showed the epitome of love and I cry every time Y'all, yeah, when I had that stroke, you know Sean would come and sit with me at night time mm. to make sure I was safe. If that ain't love and a friend, I don't know what it is. And I'm eternally grateful to him because I couldn't hardly move my body. And he would leave his young children to come Ooh. sit with me throughout the night. Aww. And so he may not tell me he loves me every day, but he, I know he does because he's one of my, you know, my favorite friends. But it was just that type of love. And it took love for my friends to really help heal me uh, physically because they had to reassure me that my life had purpose, you know, sitting with me to get me through that stage in life. And you have to value that. So, you know, I may be one to say it more, but their actions actually showed it. And it's so important that you understand that those relationships are pivotal and you have to be protective of them. You know, you got to cultivate them. So, now, I say this all the time. That's why he don't get emotional. I get emotional every time I talk about when you say do that. Y'all, he aired my clothes. We was going to church. He aired my church robe for me, y'all, because I couldn't do it. <laughs> and that's we didn't wrong. go together. His parts ain't never touched my parts. He's just that's no just friend. Your, That's your friend. He's just my friend, you know, and he made sure that, you know, I was together. And I have a lot of really good friends that has helped me get to the place where I've been. And I would be nothing without those relationships. So, you know, I may not have been so successful with some of my romantic relationships, but I've been very successful with my friendships and I value them so much. And I think once you have that experience of having pure love, you won't settle for it from out of a relationship because I've had really good friendship with males that I can be trustworthy with, that I can trust them. So if it's anything that's come short, to, I'm not comparing them, but I was like, I get this type of, you know, encouragement from my friend group. So why would I not allow you to do the same report to me, you know, as much as my, my community does? And then also... You know, making sure that I do that, too, because in order to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. So I always check myself, mm-hmm. and then I cut off some relationships where I feel like it is not nourishing to me, and I'm not being my best self where I can be as supportive to them. I've had some friendships that I had to terminate, you know, just because that we're not in the place. And if you feel like, you know, I'm not meeting your needs as a friend, then we can talk about it. And then you need to go to see where you get your needs met. But I do really do honor that relationship that we have with finding covenant with somebody who is like-minded with you in order to hold you to the carpet, to tell you, like, yo, gee, that's a lot. You know, let's calm down. Or, hey, G, you're shortchanging yourself. You auditioning for hell, which I tell mm-hmm. a lot to my more friends. I mean, auditioning, <laughs> auditioning for hell. I need you to slow down because your future is so bright. And, you know, we don't want to tarnish it. So, you know, I love that about having a friend. I love my friendships. I'm very serious about them um, because I'm telling you, I was between a life and death. And if it wasn't from the love from my friends, I would have died. So I'm just so thankful for all of them and all the ones who have encouraged and nourished me through all my life. I cried with Fred, too. Because, you know, he's just such a... I came and wrecked their little house for me. And I mean, every word I said, one of the most creative geniuses I've ever known for this life. Mm-hmm. We are so amazed to be blessed by his talent and his love and his heart. So, y'all, I love heart of my friends because they do it to me. So I'm so thankful for you all. So, yes, that is one of the amazing aspects of love. If you would have made they had no friends, run from them. Because why mm-hmm. the hell you by yourself? Then that means you're going to make me your all in all. And guess what, Danny? Mm-hmm.
6: That was 10 years ago.
3: Yes, I, I, I told mean, them that. I said, have you ever
6: out right now? we talked about that. Uh-huh. When you talk to you going to die, you live 10 more years. Hey! <laughs>
3: That's why I was shouting so hard with the shingles on yesterday.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, you <laughs> get you. You put your work in. <laughs> <laughs> Praise him. You put your Ooh. work in it's yesterday.
3: Ooh, but I oh, said, my God. Them jokers was trying to take us down there front. I still was on security too, but I sure shot. Sure. You know <laughs> I love my friends, that's what I meant to say. I
5: love it, I love it. Well, Fred, I do wanna say one thing. I, I don't, I can't think, you know, right now of a story that would just make me cry like that. But I I must say this, and I was I was hoping that I would have. I think this is the best platform to say that. You said something to, um, me, well, you said something to us in our group chat recently, and I was very selfish in that moment. And I took it personally, uh, what, what you said uh, in that moment. And I, when I should have been congratulating you, I, um, I was being a little shady. And I have to apologize because I'm so excited about um, the opportunity that you shared with me. And I hope that you can forgive me for not... Uh, immediately celebrating that moment um, because I really wanted you to be someplace with me. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, because of the the great... Uh, I... Uh-oh. oh that- the- that- 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 He back! I'm back. I'm back. You're okay. <laughs> But, yeah, I, please forgive me for, for being selfish in that moment, and I, I am happy about... Um, your opportunity, but I, I forgive you. I didn't take it to heart, um,
1: but I, I do. I do forgive you. I didn't. I, did, I was not. I was not taken to heart by that. I, I really think the way that I had said it was just like ah. But um, and and I and and this is this is what friendship is. This this is what love mm-hmm. is, y'all. This this is what black love in, in a friendship looks like. Uh, it is it is an apology. It is accepting those things. Um, and there are moments where I feel like. Um, I do feel like we put our friends. Um, I do feel like we put our friends not necessarily on a pedestal, but we do put we we do hold them to high regard. There are certain friends I hold to a, a high regard, and there are other friends that I hold to like a not so high regard because I don't look at them as my tribe. I look at them as okay, we're friends. You know, we hang out da, 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 from time to time. Yeah. But they are like you know those on those on this panel. I hold y'all to a high regard because y'all are, y'all are my peoples. Um, and so, it, when it when it comes down to s- certain types of friendships and and relationships, I think that uh, which which pushes me into the next the next portion of the segment is what does what does a healthy friendship look like? What what does that look like to y'all? What does a healthy friendship look like? Anybody?
2: This holding, Wait, your, you, friends, you. holding your friends accountable for yeah. their actions. Holding yourself accountable, apologizing and communicating, being there for one another in ways that are not necessarily requested, but knowing that that's what your friend needs. You know, I've had, I've had plenty of times where I've had to just sit with my friend. We ain't talking about nothing. We're just gonna sit here. You just need somebody to sit here with you, and sometimes you, you have to do that. You have to do that. And knowing to how to be there for your friends to provide what they need without the request of what they need. The anticipation. Right? I think that's super important. So I see someone says having fun together. Definitely. I Listen, I'm a fun girl. You're going to have fun with me. So I got the jokes. So we're going to laugh. But I do, I think the deeper side of friendship gets beyond and past being able to just have fun together you know what I mean yeah. I I have actually had the privilege of doing the last makeup for one of my friend's mothers
4: mm-hmm.
2: she called me and I could not say no I could not say no and, and, and it was actually outside of my grandmother that was the first unalive face that I had ever done But she trusted my work and knew how I felt about her and her mother and what they was doing over there at that funeral home wasn't flying for her. So I I got myself together and I went on and and I did that for my friend and discovered it's actually kind of cool. I like it very much. So I've done it's it's so relaxing and it feels like God's work. Mm. Like people always ask me, is it creepy? It's not. It feels like God's work. It's peaceful, Jenny and I never feel alone. I always feel like they are there with me. I never feel alone. And it feels like doing God's work, being able to send someone to their final destination. But I didn't, in the brevity of that moment, I didn't really feel that until later. And when I think about her and we talk and we hang, I'm I'm always so full of pride and what a privilege it was for you to think of me. You know and, and when your sister's an actual beautician, so I know she know a billion people who could have done your mom's face, but to think of me and to ask me to do that, and it was my pleasure to step in and do that for her, so I think that's what friendship is is meeting the needs of your friends sometimes without the request that's good that's and good. then you know
3: because i have i have I have an everyday person um you know friends that you talk with then I have. Friendships that are nourishable throughout time. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have to talk Mm -hmm. to you every day, every month, even every year. But when it comes down to it, I got you. Um, I have my forever friends. Um, If I didn't talk to them in the three months, if I call them today and say, hey, I need you to show up and show out for me, guess what they're going to do? Show up and show out. Absolutely. Um, Just because of how much we poured into each other. And we already know that we have that trusting relationship. And then I got some. It takes a lot. I, I. I'm very nice, but I have zero tolerance for stupidity. And sometimes being in a loving relationship with a friend, you have to allow yourself not to be so annoyed because I should have terminated friendships a long time ago. But you got that one or two people that you just say, Lord, please be my strength and my God because I don't want to be their friend no more. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that when you know that there is a sole purpose for you being into somebody's life? And every day I'd be like, Lord, please remove this stumbling block.
6: <laughs> but <laughs> do I not be their <laughs> But you know that's that <laughs> that you. You correct. You first of all, you need to know your friend's triggers. What yes. triggers? So you don't. Ooh, that's do good.
2: It. It's good.
6: That they say. My friends know. They all know me. He, if he's overwhelmed, he's probably not coming. He's gonna respond late. He's not gonna answer his phone. His ass is overwhelmed. That's not, and when I get back in the conversation, it ain't, wait, you was at Or what yep. you was doing? You talk? We know each other. We, we ain't mm-hmm. answering that. So something. much. More. So be at work. A, Damn a, thing, a, thing. She up Mopping and whatever she's doing or she's taking care of work, whatever. we know that. So just knowing your friends, you got to know your friends. Mm-hmm.
1: You know their yeah. triggers as well. So, so with that, if my friend has triggers, how how do I come about that conversation? How is that how when, when is when is a good time to have that conversation? Do I have that conversation with the entire group? Does my friend say, hey y'all, so y'all know me a long time. This is this, this is that, this is how I am. Do I just take it as well? That's just how he is. Because we don't, don't do that.
6: 17 years. Please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just say don't take it as that's just how he or she is. That's dangerous. Please don't do that because you'll hurt you yourself. Guys- Else,
3: you gotta have Go boundaries. So even with my, I just to say that we Somebody have boundaries the there. Yep, and so even with it, and then the thing is, which is beautiful, why I continue to stay friends is you know what? I knew I may I was at your capacity level, so I'm gonna give you a week. Don't bother me. Everybody else, she repeatedly calls, but it just is because I have a boundary, and sometimes enforcing those boundaries is being a good friend too. Because if I continue to let you overwhelm my boundaries, I'm not going to be a good friend. I'm going to have resentment to you. So it's even harder when you have to enforce some boundaries to just to say how important I am giving you a boundary because I'm important to sustain this relationship. Because the other thing I want to do is not talk to you and communicate with you at all. So if I allow myself to speak the words out of my mouth to tell you, then that means I'm investing in this friendship. When I go mute on you, it's fuck you.
5: <laughs> Period. And that's
3: it. So if I'm if I'm still speaking to you, that means I'm investing my time and I want to cultivate this friendship and then honoring that strengthens our friendship. So yes, I say you have to have some boundaries. You have to say and if you if you're a person who has to do boundaries in groups, the group should accept who you are, but I think you really do need to talk to them and say, hey, you know what, when you do this, it triggers me. Or, hey, you know what, I can't talk mm-hmm. to right now. I don't have the capacity. You know, can you give me some time? I'm going to be real mute. I'm not going to respond in a manner that I know you need for this time because I'm not able to give you that. And being totally transparent and knowing that you matter in the friendship. And if they are your friendship, they're going to honor that. They will remember that, like he remembered your stone. Those are the different things about friendship that them so special and honorable because they are going to invest enough knowledge into knowing who you are in order to
2: sustain the friendship. That's good, Danny. That's real good. Absolutely.
5: I would have to agree with you. I think that part of knowing uh, what triggers are, what triggers are for your friends is part of, uh, I think, I think that we all have to be honest. Yeah.
4: Um,
5: I have to be honest and communicating what my triggers are. And then I also have to be honest as a friend to say, I notice that you're acting this way, and when yeah. you're acting this way, it makes me feel this way. Yes. If, if we're not honest about it, we we will never go anywhere. And sometimes we'll find ourselves in these cycles of, "Well, I'm not talking to you. You ain't talking to me." You know, and mm-hmm. then you know, months later, we end up talking again.
4: Mm-hmm. but
5: that happens when people are not honest. And when Fred first opened up the invitation, I immediately thought about this idea that earlier on when Fred and I were much younger i said that uh, what made us friends was that fred was someone that i could pretend with but did not have to pretend for um there have Ooh, been times... fred you missed what i just said but i feel like I, it was I real heard, good i heard, I heard you, yeah, I heard you. <laughs> but someone no that i could pretend with but did not have to pretend for there were times when fred and i were much younger we would spend all of our little bit of money on outfits and going out and pretending mm-hmm. like we had a whole bunch of money when both of us knew that we had $20. Hey, and we had a hot 20. Hey, listen, uh, high 20 we
0: would go eat with 10. We
5: would go eat with 10.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> and, and drink with the other five. <laughs> And nobody knew it, but we could be honest with each other. We were honest with each other and we were pretending with each other, but we didn't have to pretend for each other. And I think that when you are a good friend to someone, you are honest with them. This is what I have. This is what I have to work with. Um, This is, you know, this is me. This is me in my vulnerable state. Take it or leave it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then with, with someone leaving it,
2: It's okay, too. It's okay, okay. okay too. I think that everyone here is of a certain age. And while it's probably on the bottom list of some of the dumbest things he's ever said, it's absolutely always rang true with me. I laugh when I say it, but it's always rang true with me. Donald Trump said the stupidest stuff live on air. He (laughs) said people are dying that have never died before.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's the quote I have
2: carried with me over the last five years. (laughs) Because people are out here dying who have never done
1: that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And we are of a certain age where we understand this deeply. Like that sounds really dumb, but you get what I'm saying, right? So we don't have time to not have fulfilling relationships. We don't have time to not let our friends know what it is we need. I think that some of our viewers, cause I'm watching the comments come up here. Yeah. Some of these people are in their late twenties. How do we get to where we are now? How do we help those people who are in their mid and late twenties and early twenties with their relationships and friendships?
4: Uh,
6: friend left off. Um, when he talked about, when do you talk about, uh, you know, the trigger and stuff is that what one on one. Have is,
1: those conversations about boundaries, triggers. Yeah. That, that, that we
6: time. had a lot of those with each other. Mm-hmm. The whole group. A teacher talked about the whole group. whole group. That's not going First, we put out, okay, now it's your turn. We put out, and but we were intentional about what we said. Yes. Some conversations were one on one. This is just me and you right now. This has nothing to do with the rest of the group. This is us still intentional in the conversation. Yes. That you don't hold anything back. You just just lay it all out because I know this is coming from a place of love and care and I'm not going to get up from this conversation offended. And if I do get up offended, somebody in the group going to bring me back. Yes. Are you all right? Yeah.
2: Okay. I think what I'm hearing from you is communication, honesty, accountability, and intentionality. Mm
3: -hmm. and then being brave yes and then being brave enough to start there because i think is it katrina and she's in the group and just kind of speaking to what deshaun deshaun shared is that Mm -hmm. you know you if you're in a group we all know each other and then just being in the group and being that person that does have that emotional intellect to say you all guess what i don't have the capacity for this conversation right now because of this and then as another person in the group, hey, well, what is it? Let's slow down, y'all. What's going on? You know, or if we know, you know, at this point, I ain't the right time to talk to you about this because, you know, it's a little anxious provoking. And so just as much as people know my preference of food, my preference of, of music, you should know my preference of emotional state. Because yeah. if I'm your friend, I should be just as safe to share that, you know, I really don't like new school gospel. But Kurt Franklin, I should tell you, like, you know what? When I'm in crowds, it scares me. So I'm going to start acting a little funky. So I need you to cover me. Or, you know, yeah. when I'm around a certain time, when January 18th comes, please, I, I don't have no capacity to hold on to anything right now. Mm-hmm. I should have that same type of um, urge to share that just the same way mm-hmm. I share the other stuff. And if you don't feel comfortable, that's not your community. So then you also got to see, am I being in this group to be accepted or am I being to this group because I'm bringing value and I'm receiving value? So yeah, then you need yeah. to change who you with. Because anytime you can't be your authentic self within a friendship group, which is a love and a kinship, then you need to find you some people. There you yeah. go. And I think uh, that'll help our younger generation because there's so much, um, it's so much a pull to be accepted when you are enough. and you, It's a group of people, it's somebody out there that will accept you for what you have to bring. Yeah, Dominique,
2: people are not doing their work, hon. You are correct on that. But there are a lot of people out here doing the work. Mm-hmm. But, um, you, and like Danny said, you have to, you have to find that. You have to find those people who are willing to do that work within themselves. Um, I also feel like sometimes the younger generation is all of a, about quick change. Mm. Doing the work ain't never been quick and easy and fast, Right. It's going to take multiple sessions and talking with my mama to get her on board with being able to give people their proper pronouns.
4: Mm. Yeah, oh,
2: yeah. It's yeah. going to take my mom some time. She's yeah. of a certain age, she's not from that community, but the desire to want to learn. Yeah. As a preschool director, my mom has the desire and wants to mm-hmm. learn. When she does. She'll randomly call me, and you know, she gets frustrated sometimes. She told me the other day, the little baby told her he identifies as a fire truck, so she was calling him all day long. <laughs> I do
3: that. Come here, engine, engine number nine. You know y'all pray. On, i talking
1: okay. okay. to my mom,
3: and she said these kids I come here. She said you want to grow up and be a horse. I said,
1: nay-nay.
4: <laughs> nay-nay. <laughs> Listen, nay-nay. I
2: told my mama, you doing the Lord's work, ma'am. That's exactly how you're supposed to respond to Lil' Fire Engine 99. Oh, you're my just, God. Respond to that nay-nay. person. You're fine. You're doing great. But it's going to take some work, okay? She gets caught up into the pronouns, and she'll use the wrong one. But she wants to do better. And I think sometimes those in, in the woke, my woke generation, what, what they calling people? They the Gen Xers, are they? Gen mm. Z The Gen Zers, whatever. Yeah. Those people, they want things a little quicker. Mm. They want the boomers and the millennials to be able to just switch like that. Listen, I didn't grow up that way, so you're going to have to give me a chance to absorb this new information, this new community. Let me grow. Let me do the work so that I can get there and correct me with love.
1: Yeah. Um, so speaking, speaking of, of, of boundaries, speaking of all of that, speaking of everything that we just, that, that that this is very good conversation. I'm loving all of this. Um, I want to dive into matters of the heart and matters of trauma and whatnot. And so, uh, I do believe that in some friendships and in, even in relationships, um, there's trauma. And my question is, (laughs) Uh, my question is, is that, Um, How does past trauma and hurt affect present relationships, especially with our community? And then also, what can we do as individuals in our personal friendships and in someone that we're romantically involved with? How do we we get a resolve to move forward? So that's really a two-part question.
3: I mean that's a deep question too because there's so many different layers when you're dealing with trauma you have trauma bonds you have people that are significant to a traumatic time in your life which really once you heal from that there's no purpose for them anymore because it's going to keep on putting you back into the bond of trauma and so you're going to keep on trying to drag them along in your life when they was only there for that purpose and that Mm -hmm. time and we feel so guilty because it's trauma inducing so again i think one characteristic about a love is acceptance and um, we want to be accepted we want to have that commitment but is it built on a foundation that we can build from and so like hey you know i had a group of students and they always was together and they always did like the worst way of being and then i found that all of them had a all of them experienced a death that was traumatic somebody's father dad somebody's brother was dead, and they always do like bats in hell every time we did a group project They were trauma budded together and they were 12 years old. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were they organically
3: friends outside of that other doing just dark artwork that really pisses me off? No. Did they play together any other time? No. But they came together because they had something that they, that Mm it was a, as much as it was a trauma, it was also a source of healing because it Mm -hmm. wasn't a likeness that was only dark that they could share together. Was it something they chose to go together when we was on field trips? I had nature walks. No, they never walked together, but it was something that spoke to that. So that's a different type of relationship or traumaship mm-hmm. that we have to be mindful of. And we have to recognize ourselves into those circles. Again, it's comfortable because it's still part of your life. That's evident. How do mm-hmm. we work our ways through that? You know, how do we understand that this is only giving me this and it's a purpose with it, but how do I heal on so I can, completely be healed and move on from this place and those are tough we call them in christendom soul ties mm-hmm. trauma bonds they <laughs> mm-hmm. just change the name clinically to trauma bonds so you know that's something we have to really be aware of while we in this certain type of kinship friendship relationship is it because I have a source of comfort because in my mind I still have to go through this trauma and that's very very real absolutely so how, so how do I
1: if, if I, I'm in a trauma bond, right? Mm-hmm. I have dismissed the person, the friendship, the relationship in this trauma. And um, just, I'm hypothetically speaking, y'all, just I don't, <laughs> this is not a therapy session. Um, I, but say, I don't know about this, Fred. What you
2: talking <laughs> 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 Like I'm Fred. Who? Cause I
1: call caught a nigga for you. Where they are. I'm screaming. No. So, but I, I want to help the people. I got to
5: my back. Cause baby, I had, baby, I had. had t- you had set up. <laughs> you had set up, friend. Yeah. Oh, up, baby. Yeah. Up, up, baby. She she um, been no, been so
1: I, I'm, I'm asking these questions because we do have people texting us anonymous, anonymously. And then um, there are also people that are on my Instagram that is not piping into here that are asking questions. So, um, and y'all, you can text your questions anonymously and we will, we will talk about them. So I'm just trying to answer these questions, (laughs) help these these folks get some healing. Amen. Amen. Um, So, uh, the, the the question is specifically, if I've been in, if I've been in a situation in a friendship or a relationship, how do I move past that? But I want to still, they, they traumatized me. It was a traumatizing situation with the friendship, but I still want to hold on to the, I don't want to let my friend go where where do i draw the line like do i i mean I, me personally <laughs> i would create a boundary and and explain and set yeah. what that what that boundary would be
3: yeah you you that's have to point choose point. you have to choose you and that means, that means that you have to go through some more healing because once you mm-hmm. come to a state of healing you will understand that that no longer is healthy for you and that takes some time so that takes therapy that's again you know making sure you are. You have to have some experience in the community that does have healthy relationships that you can kind of see and kind of learn from. But it really, you have to do some work on you because you won't be that person friend, but you'll pick up another one with the characteristic. Yeah. And so that's yeah. why it is so important to go to therapy and then, you know, make the effort yourself to be around settings that are healthy, that are conducive to where you would like to be. I'm a, I, I'm a learner. And if I know that I can put myself in an environment that is going to cultivate my career, I want to be in every session I can be in because I know this is what I aspire to do and so Mm -hmm. that's the same thing with our mental health that's the same thing with our relationships we have to make sure that we surround ourselves as much as i joke about the knuckleheads i deal with it's until i want to be in a better situation where i go to a different vending machine i won't keep getting stuck and banging that's something (laughs) that i do because i have total control over it. because i like to manipulate situations and walk away and not talk to nobody and have no purpose i can't do that with somebody that's legit because i'm like oh so you know, there's some unhealthiness that we all have that we all kind of take into because we found a pace of, of of comfortability. But you, I would say, you have to you have to a know you get some help, have somebody that you can have those relationships those type of those questions was about your relationship that will be able to show you who you are. And sometimes we have really good friends that be like, "No, you okay, girl?" Because they also want to be accepted by you and they know what you've been through. So in trauma relationships, we're going to keep on fueling and and pumping each other because you can't leave me here and I don't want to leave you. So I'm going to tell you what you need to do to keep us all bound. Yep.
2: Yep. It's it's a feeling of just wanting to be accepted even though yeah. it's being accepted in an in an area of trauma. It's yeah. especially with um adolescents and teenagers danny i'm talking about your 12 year olds but my teenagers are definitely like that i tell them that all the time y'all are over here trauma bonding if we Mm -hmm. get down to the nitty-gritty of it all y'all are not even compatible to be friends Not yeah I, i actually start the school year off giving a um student learning style survey and the color personality test Mm-hmm. So by week two, all of the students in front of me know what color their personality is. Then we group them into those colors and we have conversations based on what the description is for your color. And you'll find kids like, I didn't even know. Y'all ain't never talked to each other day in y'all life and y'all straight right. juniors. We had four classes together all three mm-hmm. years y'all been here. And... Y'all the same color personality because you find the same things interesting. You find the same things cool. And you'll see them start to gravitate towards each other. And you see their little trauma bond friendship start to break up. And I see folks getting mad and getting upset. And I'll be like, you just got to find your color, friend. You mm-hmm. orange and she green. You got to find your color, friend.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, And they, be, they
2: really are working on it.
5: I think that self awareness is key, and I, you know, I, so first of all, I, I love that I love the two of you. I love the way your mind works, and I love how you communicate your ideas. And I, I just have to agree with a lot of what has been said. I think that self awareness is so key. There is an individual um, who I had to uh, do some work with, and I, and I don't say do some work with, but I, I had to do some some mental work and questioning myself. How do I feel?
4: when mm-hmm. I with
5: this person? How does this person make me feel? When I end the phone conversation,
4: yes.
5: how, how am I dealing with it? Yes. And I think that that being self-aware, not just later on, you know, after you've, after you've had the conversation or when you go to bed at night and you're reflecting on the day, but in that moment, being mm-hmm. aware of yourself. And um, somebody said it earlier, setting boundaries. There is a difference between holding someone accountable
4: and mm-hmm. crossing
5: boundaries and mm. i th- i think that you need to be aware of okay these are my boundaries mm-hmm. and then when someone is holding me accountable you know that may be their yes. love language or i can receive that love so i think that it is very important to be um aware of yourself mm.
1: self-awareness. Um, self-awareness is key self-awareness is key i ain't gonna hold you um we have another question that just came in um What do I do when I initially trauma bond with someone, but I grew and they are making me feel as though I am the person who is bad? Mm -hmm. It hurts because friendship breakups are tough, and I know they are projecting onto me, but it still hurts.
3: Down, in and get it together. I mean, you. I mean, and that's a tough thing um, because one thing about trauma is nobody ever wants to abandon. Because of all trauma has to do with the very first feeling of abandonment um I forgot which theoretical which theory it comes from, but when I was reading it they said a person always resorts back to their youngest um their age when they when they have their first experience with trauma that it manifests mm-hmm. they go back to that same stage. you could be sixty years old, but if your first trauma was a three year, as three years old you're gonna go back to that deep memory mm-hmm. and it's gonna put you mm-hmm. back into that three year old set of mind. Mm -hmm. And then one thing about it, you have very crafty people that know how to manipulate you. So they see your growth and they're going to keep on holding you responsible because they're not able to grow, which sounds like in this situation. So you need to also let this go because that's a form of manipulation. Mm
4: -hmm. So there's a
3: difference between having a friend and also being manipulated. And if you can call that person out and say, hey, it seems like you're being very manipulative because you see this is where I'm going to go. And if so, then that's a boundary for me. Yeah. You know, so you, it's you, okay. you, yeah, it's okay, and you know, and you have to, you have to forgive yourself,
2: and you have that to part. That it. part, you are not a bad friend because yeah. you're protecting your peace, your from peace. Someone yeah. who will not acknowledge your growth.
1: Yep.
2: Mm. One more time, lassus. Say it again. You are not a bad friend to <laughs> someone who won't acknowledge your growth. You gotta go. You gotta
5: go. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. And I'm sorry. That's what I was about to say. Uh, I apologize for almost cutting you off, but it's okay to, to connect with that trauma bond in conversation with that friend and mm-hmm. tell that person, hey, we connected by way of a trauma bond. Yeah. I've healed from that. And Thank I don't you. know if you've done the same work that I've had to ensure that you're able to be completely free from it. And so maybe until you've done that work and we can connect in another way or on another level, maybe we should have some distance between ourselves and just be thankful for the opportunities that we've had together while connecting on that trauma bond. But I'm no longer bound to that trauma experience. And it's okay.
3: And it's okay. And it's okay. And you can still love them. You can still love them. And one thing I said, do you want to be friends with me if you believe this is the person that I am? If I am this person to you, I'm being such this bad friend with you. And the thing is, I was confident in my friendship ability. I'm friend now. I said, I'm confident in my friendship ability, but if this right now speaks to you that I am not the best choice of being your friend, I love you. I love you dearly, but I'm going to allow you to do whatever you need to heal. But I'm not going to accept what you're putting on me because I know that's, my not, that's not my true character. Yeah. But go ahead. You don't want to be friends with somebody that does that because I don't want a friend like that that I have to remind them of how they're not a friend to me. You don't need to be my friend and I don't need to be yours. I love you and I want to release myself from you. I'm going to release myself from the guilt. And sometimes you got to say it, and they might get annoyed. They get steamy mad. But you know what you're doing? You're validating yourself. Absolutely. And sometimes when you say it out loud, you're validating yourself and you're able to give yourself a clear way of out. Because you know in your heart what you have done. And it is hurt leaving somebody behind because none of us like to be abandoned. But you have to move on so that you can be healthy. And hopefully what you will see is that person will start growing. And you should yeah. see that they, yeah. hey, you released them and you have goodwill with it. It's always going to turn. It's always going to work out. Because you have goodwill. You're still praying for them. You're still loving them. You want the best for them. You're going to celebrate them. Mm. You know, from back here. i was like, go ahead. You know, I'm I, you better go ahead, but over here. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Right here, but I'm going to celebrate you because I'm going to send you that good energy. Energy, and forces is real.
0: So I'm going to Definitely. keep on giving you all
3: that same energy, even if I may not speak it to you because it's not healthy for us to talk. And then once they get to that place, you have to pray and really make sure you search within yourself. You want to re-engage in that relationship, or you're just going to admire from, from afar and say, I knew you can get there, and you continue to move on. Absolutely.
2: And that, that feeling of, because I believe the person said it hurts.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: When mm-hmm. you can do what Danny just said do, there's actually this release. Yeah. And it's a little less hurtful. Yeah. Because you feel freer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not, you, you know, when you can come from that clear perspective, you know that what I am saying and what I am doing is not to cause any intentional harm. Yeah, that, um... I am trying to better myself and you. Yep. And I promise you, the hurt goes away. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had to let a few friends go, but the hurt has gone away. And I wish no ill will on them. I've had one oh. come on back. We've been kind of reconnecting and hanging and talking. And I'm enjoying it because I've seen the growth. Mm. hmm you know, I see it like I totally see the, the the new things that are different in her life. Our conversations are different and not just because we're older, but because mm-hmm. I can tell you put in some work. Exactly. You had a moment of understanding yeah. what I was trying to say to you years ago about yeah. why me and you can't stay tight like this because yeah. this ain't yeah. working for me. And mm-hmm. I can see that you've done the work, and I appreciate it. Now, yeah. whether she even wants us to be as tight as we were before, yeah. I just know that I am solid oh, in yeah. saying this was a great decision for both of us, and we are yep. both succeeding in being successful. I know in the yeah. time we both was hurt. Oh, we was we was told from the flow up. Okay, <laughs> it just that makes sense that we would have to end our friendship, and coming back together and being a little older now and she gets to be she fancy she she started before I did so she over there being an empty nester and that nephew in his uh, first year of college so that's even cooler right like she's at a whole totally different journey in mm-hmm. her life right now than before period you know and so I, I'm enjoying this maturity do I do I think we are gonna get back to where we were in 09 2010 maybe not but I can appreciate what we have gone through that has made us better human beings,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. and
2: I'm extremely proud of her. Like extremely proud of her. It's been my pleasure to call her on all the little milestones because, like, I see you. We don't talk like we used to talk, but I see you. Yes, ma'am. Did you? Yes, ma'am. You went back to school. Got come on, get that degree. Yeah, Shout out! Yes. To I'm gonna celebrate everything you did. Everything. Absolutely, and yes. it was like. Girl, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm like, I saw it. I saw you, friend. You did that way to go.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think that we hold on to trauma. We hold on for we hold on to trauma too long, longer oh than God. we should. And sometimes you do need that one friend to say, I'm gonna let you go because yep. I recognize that you are the person connecting me to that trauma. And it's just like you said, you know, um, you know, you you experience that release, you experience yeah. that. Release and sometimes you're doing more of a favor to that friend by letting them go because they no longer have anyone to connect with their trauma yeah. about and they have no they other choice address but it. to move on. Yep. There you go. That's
2: yeah.
3: Yep. That's real good. That's bingo. Good. That's our that's our answer. Um, Fred Alec. That's it. What I love
1: else? it. I love 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 it. Um, well, we've come on down to the final thought of the night all right now hopefully we got to heal somebody
6: you said. in this session I said hopefully we, we got to heal somebody in some session. Yeah. session
2: they are in these comments and
6: they, yeah. would, they listen you just need regular people to talk to with regular experiences
3: yes that's right Sean
6: but it's authentic like oh I'm going through that
1: too I can identify so yeah. shout out to y'all in the comments Yes. absolutely yeah uh, we appreciate talking i i really think that this conversation uh we we spoke everything uh black love uh black love is friendship black love is healing black love is relationship black love is trauma <laughs> um, yeah. it is and um I, I i truly think that this conversation um my 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 hope in doing in doing this conversation was not just to shine light on uh certain <clears throat> aspects of relationships and power couples but this these are all things that make up black love and we heard yes. Egypt's beautiful story
4: yeah of
1: how her marriage came to be and even something that is, is so not the normal idea it gives me hope um to hear Danny's story of maybe it, it we should just be roommates and not be romantic <laughs> gave mm-hmm. me hope. Um and so to just listen to everyone's stories Dave's story and, and, and Sean's story and um, just listening to the comments and then everybody in the comments in, in the back, like, yeah, uh, not in the back, but everybody in the comments on the side. It's just <laughs> just on the side for me, y'all. I'm sorry. Um, this is what this, this is what this is what cultish conversations is about. This is we are here for the black culture. We are here yes. for, for for that specifically. And um, that's my general thought. But Dave, I'm gonna let you give us the final thought today and 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 on black love and and all things love as we head into, what, what's your advice as we head into Love Day on February 14th? Before,
2: before Dave hit us, you know who we missed. Who? We miss Sterling K. Brown and what's, yes. what's, I love them.
3: Honorable yes. mention. Love yes. them. That's Honorable a new
2: mention. love couple and I love them.
1: They are what a new black love couple, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just
2: think about so, them. I love them.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dave, so, you my-
5: my thought about love i told you guys i I recently have finally after all of this time reconciled my sexuality with my faith and with that thought in mind i thought about the fact that um you know uh, people want to deter decide who you should and who you should not love and when you think about love jesus said if you love me you'll keep my commands and he when you think about all of these commandments he said the greatest of these is love and so nobody can tell you who what when where why and how to love you you just do it love is, is what love does for god so loved the world that he gave love is giving love is commitment and love is unashamed do not ever feel ashamed uh, or pressured to love the way somebody else loved. Let it let it be organic, um, and let it come from the heart. From what comes from the heart, reaches the heart. Beautiful, beautiful,
4: nice.
1: beautiful. Nice. Well, nice. y'all, next week, same time, um, we're gonna be right here on Cultures Conversations. Next week, we are heading into presidential conversations <laughs> about Black. <laughs> We are coming we in are next week. Heavy.
6: Hold on, Fred. Are we are we on air doing the uh, election season? Because I'm about to tear that shit up. Just <laughs> let me know. And I'm I'm tear that shit up. I'm on <laughs> here for all you.
1: We, we will be. We will be Monday nights, y'all. Monday nights. Um Let's do so we, we we are coming into we, we get we getting ready so we are talking about the president's it is president's day next week so we are going we are going to shed some light on uh everybody's favorite president um and you so dig awesome. into some politics situations so those of you that have been waiting for the ftp
3: ftp is back next week well i'm going <laughs> to talk about church board presidents because that's who my favorite <laughs> is we need to honor them a special segment for anybody who has had a presidency in Christendom I I love them auxiliary auxiliary (laughs) Auxiliary Auxiliary. Auxiliary.
2: (laughs) hey listen Chicago educators aren't y'all off next
3: Monday
1: whoop
3: y'all want to do this at somebody's bar (laughs) you know what we gonna get it together Okay.
1: I She said Chicago educators.
2: I did. I said Chicago educators. We ain't got no work on next Monday. We don't have work. Oh, so,
1: okay. You know,
3: I'm here for it. Okay, let's do it. Okay. okay, let's do it. And I and Dave, come on. You come on with us too. Yeah, Dave. Dave, you come I'm, on too. I'm an essential worker. Healthcare.
5: We don't. We don't get. Holiday. Y'all don't get nothing. <laughs> we appreciate your service
1: but I can yes. join y'all so for, you you right for happy hour. Well, Dan, you can join
5: us. for happy Well, thank you so much. Shout out to Dave.
1: Thank you for joining thank us. You, today. Dave. Always our, our wonderful guest co-host that pops in all the yeah. time. I'm sure Dave will be back sometime, if not next week and the week after, he'll be back sometime this month before we're out. Yes. Yes. Close yes. everything out with black history month, but thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all so much until next time we will see y'all next week.
0: Bye. 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 Yo, you've been listening to Cultish Conversations, a podcast committed to the Black culture. We're so glad that you have tuned in with us. We are so grateful for your support. Hey, you want to know more about Cultish? Follow us on your favorite social media platform. We're on every platform you can think of. Search Cultish Combo and we're right there, I promise you. Join us live on Mondays on your favorite social media platform by searching Cultish Combo, or listen on any podcasting platform. Remember, we do it for the culture.